I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hey, fuckers, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the Anti-Slut-Shaming Podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. Today's news item, it's not based on one item in particular. It's just based on uh, the Victoria's Secret fashion show. We all know they do the, you know, big lingerie show every year. It's a big thing. There's music. There's butts. There's abs. Titties. Uh, There's lots of titties. That's the main selling point, I think, is titties titties for the bra company. Um. But basically, uh, there was a a question uh, that someone asked uh, uh, this guy, uh, Ed Razek, who is the uh, chief marketing officer of Victoria's Secret. (laughs) Of course, it's some like weird straight dude. Uh, And they were like, oh, shouldn't you have the person used the word transsexuals? They mean mean transgendered people. They were like, shouldn't you have transgender people in the show? And he responded saying, no, I don't think we should. Um, because the show is a fantasy. And so huh. and so this uh, created, obviously, an uproar, as everything does these days. But I mean this one, you know, rightly so. Um, and it was interesting. So it's just kind of this thing that I've been following on Twitter because I follow, like, a lot of trans activists and a lot of trans people. Mm-hmm. And it's this kind of thing where everyone's like, cis people shouldn't even comment on it. And it's like, well, everyone comments on everything. That's the way it is in this... When we're when we're in an age where we're trying to consistently uh, churn out content for every moment of the day. So and our obviously, opinion on that content. Yeah, things are going to get uh, said by uh, people. Um, but obviously, it was, like, very offensive uh, to trans models. And then the another argument that I heard was that, you know, for a lot of if we're talking about the fantasy of men, which number one, it's a women's underwear company. So it's like, yeah, they're really catering to dudes. They should be selling, you know, the product to people who are women or identify as women or just fuck. I mean, dudes who want to dress like women. Anything. I mean, it's not, you know, the the, person who wants to buy the product. Yeah. The people who uh, they're concerned about being into this fantasy. I mean, unless they're like, there is a market of, of course, you know, uh, men buying for their girlfriends that that is i'm sure a, a, a semi-large percentage of sales but every time i go into victoria's secret honestly it's it's all women i think I was that gonna say, anytime i see him a man and he's always with their with his girlfriend and looks exhausted it's yeah. not like a sexy kinky thing he really wants to be there well because the bottom line is victoria's secret is not really that nice of a store it's kind of a trash heap i yep. as a well, former employee there. can yeah. testify that is a fucking trash heap i mean if you're bu- especially i worked in beauty and if you're buying any of those products i mean just don't literally put an old lily in a bottle of water and you're gonna get the same scent okay it's it's way cheaper honestly victoria's secret is the reason that my screening of halloween was almost ruined yesterday because someone had dumped like had bathed in some fucking victoria's secret body wash and then sat next to me and i was like this oh this is the real horror right here (laughs) never mind mike myers coming back to murder jamie lee curtis too many bottles of love spill uh but yeah so anyway uh i'm it's been going on for a couple days so i've just been kind of following it it's been 
interesting. Everyone obviously has, you know, an argument about it. Uh, Kendall Jenner uh, posted something saying celebrating trans women. And then uh, the model alliance. Shoot. Does she have a trans mother now or no? Her, yeah, her mother, her, her Caitlin. Her, well, it's a trans. I mean, I guess it's still her father technically, but it's a trans. It's a trans woman, is what you right, would say. Right. Yeah, I don't know if she. That's a good question. I don't know if she says mother or father. I never thought of that. I mean, uh-huh. you know, I'm not sure. Parent, maybe, maybe, maybe just Caitlin. Parent, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure uh, if you change. If you change or that you know, word, it's parent. I guess I don't know. <laughs> um, and uh, the Model Alliance, though, did release a statement saying, you know, this is not the way that we think. And it uh, we want to they have a thing called the Respect Program, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, like all capitalized. Uh, and it's a legally binding agreement that will protect models against sexual harassment, as well as provi- provide a blueprint to create safe working environments for everyone involved. Because other feedback for the, the show is that people were like starving themselves in preparation for it always, that they were working extremely long hours. So like it just seems like a shit show in general. Yeah. And you know, it's like as a woman with a body, obviously I am not a model, but like to get, you know, I know a lot of hot people. Very few of them look as hot as it is as you see the models. It like it's almost impossible. Well, they're models for a reason. To look like that. But I mean, yeah. I literally know models in real life and they still don't even look like that. So I can yeah. only imagine what these people are doing to get to in prep. shape for that. And again, that's their own choice. And like I I you know, I think athletes damage their bodies to get in shape too. And that's like their own personal choice. Um but it's just an interesting conversation to have. Uh I always wonder like with Victoria's Secret, I'm like Man, for a company that sells products to women, you sure do cater to men with your ads. Yeah, it is very weird. I but mean, then like, it's like, let's make the person buying our product feel insecure so that they feel like they need it to be accepted by the person that they're... Well, it's, they're just not the really tactic. cool anymore. Like, Adriana Lima is, like, retiring, I think. Yeah. Um, it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just a very, like, uh, Costco-y place to buy. It is, it is the it's the Kroger of, of bra stores. It's not sexy anymore. I even went there the other day, like, to try to get, like, I was trying to get, like, a bodysuit, and I was like, what what is this? Yeah, every time I go to Victoria's Secret, I'm like, eh, nah, and I walk out. But it is annoying. I mean, and I also, on the flip side, I don't want to just be, like, you know, go along with any PC headline. Um, I also feel like there is a part of me that feels like, as someone who has been a woman my whole life, like, presented as, you know, so internally and externally a woman, there is something strange about about people not people who transition early I'm not talking about you know jazz on the on the yeah, reality yeah. TV show but people who are transitioning you know 25 th- you know 30 years old um, and I discussed this with our former guest Gina Bloom uh, who transitioned a little later in life and absolutely she's like yeah it's called transplaining it's when you know you live your kind of your whole life presenting as a man so you are treated as a man you have the confidence of a man you have kind of that privilege of a man yeah and then all of a sudden one day you are presenting as a woman and then try to get into female spaces like it is different because we're all carrying different baggage so I think that's always something to keep in mind yeah too because it is frustrating you're like oh my god like I'm just like a cis woman and, and I shouldn't feel guilty for being, that's just, yeah, it's where you're born. I just, you know, I'm, it's like lucky I came out the way I wanted to, like I feel on the inside the way I look on the outside. Yeah. Um, but you know, and then it's just Twitter is like, everyone shut up. Everyone oh, the internet up. is just a bunch of yelling guys. 
And you know what? Sometimes it's hard to deal with that yelling. And that's why we have friends like Talkspace. Today's show sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time, even if you're taking a big old shit on the toilet. Can't imagine fitting another appointment in your life because you're really eating crappy and you're taking long shits. Well, with Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. No commutes, no leaving the office, no judgments. Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in a addressing life challenges we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you go to Talkspace.com slash GWF, use code GWF and get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's Talkspace and Talkspace, oh no, that's my bad, that's GWF and Talkspace.com slash GWF. Guys, the code's just always GWF for everything. Most of the time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come see us live. Okay, so coming up, we are going to be in uh, Rosemont, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. We know with traffic, sometimes it's a little bit longer than Make 20 minutes, trip. but it's okay. We're going to be at Zany's in Rosemont Friday, uh, November 16th uh, through Saturday, November 17th. There's four shows, so that's two shows each night. Those are really close to sell. I think like one of them is, a couple of them are sold out already, yeah. I think. The Friday early show is sold out so far uh the saturday ones might i haven't checked yet so uh just uh, go over there we, we can't add any more chicago shows so come see us in rosemont again these are the last uh, bridget bishop uh tour dates of the year and then following that in the new year 2019 we're going to be in canada winnipeg to be specific at rumors that's thursday january 24th through uh saturday january 26th for five shows again for all tour dates go to sorry about last night comedy.com slash tour Additionally, if you want to keep us uh, keep up to date with us, our shows in New York, if you're visiting our shows elsewhere, other projects we're working on, the best way to do that is to follow our individual social media handles. Uh, mine is at Philanthropy Gal on all social media. Christina. And mine is Christina Hutch on all social media. And uh, yeah, that's the way to find us uh, and keep in touch with us wherever Again, a lot of people listen to the show that don't follow us, and you're missing a lot of good content. Yeah, because we put out shows and shit, um, such as the one on Saturday, December 1st at 7.30 p.m., Wendy Starling and I are co-hosting the next version of Glamour Puss at Zinc Bar. Doors at 7, shows at 7.30. We dress up in wigs at the beginning. It's fun for all. You laugh your ass off, and you can have a really nice cocktail at a place where Nina Simone used to sing. It's beautiful. And you're going to feel so good after that show. It's almost like you signed up for Simple Health. That's our sponsor. Guys, no more doctor's offices, waiting rooms, or pharmacy lines. Bye. With Simple Health, you can get birth control prescribed, renewed, and delivered from wherever you are on your schedule. Oh, shit. All you have to do is fill out an online health profile and answer some questions, and a doctor will review, recommend a product, and write a prescription. Then your birth control will ship to your door on a recurring schedule. If you already have a prescription, just provide your pharmacy information and Simple Health will transfer your RX and start shipping your birth control to you. It's Ooh. free with most insurance plans and an average of less than $20 a month without. That ain't bad. Uh, this is 
amazing because I have, you know, I talk about birth control a lot. I've been on the pill since I was 18 years old. Um, best, like truly my favorite product on the market, like over Twizzlers and Diet Coke. That's Ooh. how much I fucking love the birth control pill. I know my experience is not the same as it, but I'm telling you, I would I would really recommend that people should give it a try at least. And if it's not for you, you're not crazy. It's just not for you. But uh I it's and I'm always running to the pharmacy because you know they're really usually only writing out you know a month worth at a time so if you're traveling if you just forget and you can't skip it you can't be lazy but yeah that's the one thing if you're taking the pill pregnant you gotta be fucking responsible um so to have it shipped to my door I mean that's amazing when I when simple health uh shipped it to my door I was like holy crap I don't have to do this 25 minute walk to the pharmacy which I do it's 25 25. mm -hmm, yeah it's a a 25 minute walk to the pharmacy uh in my neighborhood so I'll have to like plan things around it sometimes I'll like have to like take an uber for no reason if I'm running late oh sometimes I'll forget and for me like my pill pack starts on a Sunday and then you know it's after 5 p.m on a Sunday you realize it's it's the day you got to start your new pill pack. Then you're like, fuck. Then your whole month is out of whack. Uh, but this makes it so much easier. There's just so much shit to remember. And birth control is something you do not want to forget. Uh, and additionally, if you don't have insurance, it's a really, really great opportunity to be able to take care of your own reproductive health without having the government or health insurance companies getting in. Um when like the programs like this especially if you're if you're broke are a life changer they're really a life changer Mm -hmm. um so twenty dollars i think that's like something that mostly everyone can afford uh and if you can't afford it like you know make some adjustments in your life and make and make room for birth control if that's something that you're interested in getting on um i just love access to birth control especially because things are getting a little scarier um, by the day yeah so like hoard it in fact is actually (laughs) what i'm recommending so guys uh don't uh miss your chance to try this service for free uh our listeners uh get twenty dollar prescription fees waived the first one by going to simplehealth.com slash gwf okay and you or you can enter the code gwf at checkout again that's twenty dollar prescription free waived for the first time simplehealth.com slash gwf or by entering code gwf at checkout uh, this service is not a replacement for routine evaluations by your primary care physician or gynecologist. But well, yeah. Hope you guys know that. Yeah, I was on birth control. Uh, people uh, people still ask me about the one that I was on that was low hormone. It's low, low estrin is what it was called. And uh, there was a point where I did not have, no, I actually I did have health insurance and it was $140 every time and I couldn't pay it. I had to have Stephen buy it for me because I was like, this is fucking ridiculously expensive. And just in general, like if your doctor writes you a prescription, you can always ask for the genetic if they have a generic version because sometimes a lot of times doctors will write the generic one to save you money but if not like you can ask the pharmacist is there a generic version of this because they are they're allowed to change it and you can save yourself a lot of money and then you save yourself some money so that you go spend it to frame all your art guys you've heard us talk about frame bridge they make it ridiculously easy and affordable to custom your frame uh to custom frame your favorite things from art prints to photos uh on your phone Plus, FrameBridge is the easiest way to send truly one-of-a-kind gifts to everyone on your holiday list. Ain't nothing more 
that that I hate than someone giving me a gift that I then have to complete the gift by getting it framed. That's just <laughs> annoying. Don't give your don't give your friend or family member an errand. Give them a gift. Go to framebridge.com, upload your photo, or mail in your physical pieces using their safe packaging. Then preview your item online in any frame style. Choose your favorite or get free recommendations, and the expert team will custom your frame for your item, delivering the finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. A handmade personal gift from Framebridge starts at $39, and it ships for free. And I got to say, guys, Kurt and I go on the road a lot. And one of the things we do, we love doing when we go on the road is going to any local art galleries. Half of the art in my apartment has been purchased in another state. Um, and I would always come home and go, oh, I'm going to frame it. And then I would go to the frame store and they're like, that'll be $300 per piece. I'm like, say what the fuck now? Say what the fuck now? So do you see that paint? Those two paintings right there. Those are frame bridge. I was talking about how I love paintings of girls holding flowers over their face. And somebody actually drew a really beautiful graphic of me with flowers over my face, which I appreciate. <laughs> and I'm, you know what? I'm going to fucking go on Framebridge and fucking make it a photo. And yeah, it's narcissistic, but I'll put it in my office so not many other people see it. With just a few taps on your phone, Framebridge lets you create a one-of-a-kind gift that will win Christmas or Hanukkah, whatever the fuck you celebrate, and make someone happy for years to come. So go to framebridge.com, use promo code GWF, you'll save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code GWF. That's framebridge.com, promo code GWF. Okay, I think we have one more. I'm not sure, maybe two more. We have one more ad. One more ad. You guys know how to work technology. Wink, wink, if you need to get past it. Okay. it's called Fast Forward. (laughs) Support from today's show also comes from Lola. No, not the character from Damn Yankees. We're talking about the feminine uh, hygiene company. They also make tampons. Anyone with a vagina, whatever we're saying these days, don't feel bad. Just be yourself, okay? Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons uh, pads and liners and now they offer sex products too including ultra thin lubricated condoms that are made of natural rubber latex and individually tested for contraception and sti protection i don't know what that means i guess someone with uh, chlamydia rubs their cock all over it and if it doesn't get through they're like this Uh, one's clear for lola put that in the package (laughs) Uh, bag it up don't even clean it Uh, they do they clean because they're not used before. Well, I mean, yeah, they're the, all. I, got, I also want to say that all Lola products do come unused. Yeah, I know. isn't that a better bonus? What a what a what a company! Uh, their ultra thin design and premium medical grade silicone oil lubricant ensures a safe and without saffir, uh and it doesn't sacrifice your sensation. Because uh. God, we wouldn't want your little vagina or your little penis. To <laughs> not get all the pleasure it deserves because you worked Keep hard this week, pleasure. okay? You worked hard this week. Todd. Plus, to make your month a little bit easier, you can add sex by Lola to your period subscription. I mean, that also sounds like a, a shitty cologne that Victoria's Secret would make. Yeah, but, but, but it's not. But when it's sex by Lola, you're like, oh, this is great. I don't want to bleed all over everything. So someone will come and cork it up. Um, so, I mean, basically, sex by Lola is, you know, the toys. Yeah, and then the condoms, other Lola is the stuff for the bleeding. Yeah. Okay. So you just choose your mix of products, <laughs> absorbency. <laughs> Number of boxes and frequency of delivery. Do you need three vibrators a week? Yeah. Lola can get that to you. Yeah, I kind of do. You you might need to check in with somebody. That's all right. Unless you live in some kind of a sex house. But again, that's fine. Everything is going to be delivered on your ideal schedule. Hey, 
Are you someone who gets your period five times a month? Ugh, yeah. Lola's gonna hook you, you the gotta fuck go up. Gotta go to doctor, girl. But also definitely see a specialist. <laughs> okay, you're gonna get, you're gonna sign up for Simple Health. You're gonna get <laughs> you're gonna get a prescription. Get that period in order for a cork, and then <laughs> you're gonna go to Lola, and you're gonna get some organic uh, liners because some of that's gonna leak out. <laughs> to be honest, okay. So this schedule it's super flexible. You can mm. change. You can skip, but you if might you're be pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> Hey, you got to get that birth control on time. You know what I'm saying? We're doing all kinds of callbacks, guys. <laughs> or if you're trying to get a show on TLC, just cancel the subscription at any time. Yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, it said my, I must uh, discuss my personal experience with the product. Guys, uh, we like those wipes. Okay, dude. Those, those Lola wipes. I we hide them on wipes. myself like a $5 bill. And then sometimes I just give myself Little, the gift whoop, of a whoop. clean vagina. <laughs> Okay. You know what? I'm going to do something for Karim real quick. Swipe, swipe. It's great. Because you know what? If I don't have a Lola wipe on me, I just use those old generic uh, makeup removers that they have in hotel rooms. I collect them. And this is my this is my reasoning. (laughs) I go, ugh, I would never put this generic makeup remover on my face, but I will clean out my chooch with it. And that's the kind of respect (laughs) women have for their bodies, guys. Okay. (laughs) You know what? So take, you know, for this. So this holiday season. (laughs) Stop treating your pussy like a garbage disposal. So that includes not putting generic makeup wipes on it and not letting any dick that in or vagina in to your own vagina, even though we heard scissoring isn't really a thing. You get it. You know, I can't be this inclusive. You see how much time. It's hard. This is how much time inclusion takes up. I've already added three minutes to the ad. Okay. So just you're all welcome here, but just please stop talking about it. Plug it up. It's all all kinds of things. Everyone can be here. Um, We're all allowed. Men, if you want to buy Lola tampons, soak them in vodka and put up your butthole. Put them in that's your ears. Not what, that's not what they're recommending, but that you, you they're not going to. Use them as pool decorations if you're on the West Coast. I don't care, okay? <laughs> Light them on fire and leave them in your neighbor's Not heart. if you're on the West Coast. Don't Whatever. They're not doing. Whatever. That's not well, that's for the pool. The light, yeah, light it yeah, on fire pool. on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for 40% <laughs> off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter code GWF40. When you subscribe. Oh, my bad. Not all the codes are GWF. This one's GWF40. Yeah, this is 40. Sometimes they throw a number in there because they were like, you know what? Corinne and Christina need 80 tweets this week <laughs> for someone who his fingers broken and they can't use their <laughs> Guys, we're hungry. Oh, and I'm horny. And I'm going to read this email. Mm-hmm. Okay. The subject of this email is, I've met his girlfriend, but I still want to keep fucking him. Am I a terrible person? Hey, Corinne and Christina, don't use my name or location. All right, I get why. Um, My story is long, but I'm a lover of details. Okay, my name is, all right, and I moved from some place to another place last year, and I'm in my 20s. I've been single for almost a year after a bad breakup that left me devastated. The man I thought I was going to marry had been cheating on me for months with a bunch of different random women. Oh, what a sweetheart. He wasn't having romantic or emotional affairs, thank God, but was finding different girls at his college or online and fucking them while I was at work or out of town. Jesus. The breakup was ugly and dramatic, and I was very sad for a few months. That makes total sense. I had a great hoe phase after my breakup with quite a few awesome one-night stands and a few not-so-awesome ones. I tried to date a few guys, but they all annoyed me, and I realized that I just wanted to get laid. Since being single, I finally decided to go for the dreams that my ex didn't support. I've always dreamt of traveling and working for an airline. He said he wouldn't trust me, uh, and... (sighs) 
wow, he wouldn't trust you, huh? Isn't that the pot calling the kettle black? Or whatever, that's that's the right. The kettle calling the pot. Whatever the fuck, I'm tired. You are you were correct the first Yay, time. Yay, I got it. He said he wouldn't trust me and said he would have to break up if I got the job. So after I dumped him, like the... Uh, Dumped him like last night's trash. Ooh, I picked up, moved across the country, and got myself an airline job. Fuck yeah. It's been the best decision I've ever made. I love my job. I've made the most amazing friendships. I met a guy early on in my job that I clicked with immediately. We became uh, best of friends, doing each other favors all the time, and spending lots of time together. We've been calling each other work wife and work husband since we met. I slowly started developing romantic feelings for this person. We constantly flirted and joked about sex, and the sexual tension between us kept growing. This is all great, except for the fact that he has a girlfriend for the last seven years who had recently moved uh, back in with her family on the other side of the country oh boy they were having problems when we met and were on the brink of breaking up until he made ridiculous sacrifices that uh that have uprooted his entire life to make her happy he has to give up his friends leave his home pause his career goals and move back to the state where his horribly toxic family lives because of her decisions he's not happy about all the changes but he's trying to make his relationship work they sold his house i helped more than she did by the way Oh, okay. Rare. And he's been... Well, yeah, she lives there. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, and he's been staying at my apartment uh, every once in a while until he can transfer his job and move back home. We tend to stay up late, late talking and sometimes alcohol is involved. We've had some serious conversations about our friendship and we've both, uh, where we've both revealed that we have feelings for each other. Fast forward a few more nights of him staying here and we had sex. And we had sex the next time he stayed over. And the next time. And then a couple more times after that. I know how wrong it is, and I know how badly it hurts to be cheated on. But I don't feel as guilty as I should. We've talked about it, and he feels guilty, but he doesn't regret it, and it keeps ha- and it keeps happening. He said to me, I'm cheating on my girlfriend, but I kind of like it. I like it too, a lot, and I know I should feel much worse than I do. My best friend slash roommate and I met the girlfriend recently when she came to visit and wanted to meet his friends. We had dinner and she was the only person at the table who didn't know that I've been fucking her boyfriend. She was super nice, funny, and we all got along really well. Mm. I was surprised at how much I liked her and how I was able to be normal and act like I wasn't the woman helping ruining her life. Part of me thinks I'm a little evil. Two weeks later, he stayed with us again uh, and we stayed up all night talking and we had sex. Even though I've met her and I know this is wrong, I still don't feel as bad as I should. I'm not expecting him to leave her for me. I know that we will probably never end up together and it would be a bad idea to be with anyone who is capable of cheating. But I still like it. The sex is good. I'm incredibly comfortable with him. He's a good friend to me and I'm spending time with him. Another positive is that having feelings for him helped me realize that I'm over my breakup. We've talked about how we end this. We talked about how we end this and neither of us really want to. I think it will end when he moves, but because of our job, he'll likely be visiting. I know that I should feel more guilty and if I were a better person, I would put an end to it as soon as possible. I know that when it inevitably ends, it probably won't end well. Am I a terrible person? Have you or anyone you know ever had an affair? Do I do the right thing and cut it off even though I don't want to? I do wait... Uh, do I wait for him to move and count on him not calling me when he visits? Or do I continue to be selfish and help ruin their relationship? Thank you for reading. Thanks for all you do. Love you guys. Cool, 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 cool. Love the heartless flying slut. <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay. I wanted to read this email for some personal reasons of mine, but uh, I'll get into that after. Um, I think 
you're 22. You're very young. So you're in your early 20s. Uh, I think it, when you're in your early 20s, thinking of consequences isn't a thing that's a, uh, it's not like trendy when you're in your early 20s. Not trendy meaning like it's not a cool thing to do. But what I mean by that is like, I never really thought about consequences when I was in my 20s uh, in terms of sex. Uh, I've had sex with a man who was uh, had a girlfriend, a guy that I'd been having sex with for a lot years, and then one of the times he said he had a girlfriend. I didn't give a shit, and we had sex, and I felt like shit afterwards. Um, but I still continued to fuck him. He ended up breaking up with that girl. But you got to think of the long term here. What is this doing for you? What? Where do you see this going? You like this guy. You like him, and you have a vibe emotionally and sexually. And I think that it will. I think that I think that making the hard decision uh, and sacrificing an immediate want for your, to be strict and stand by your own morals, I think is something that will actually give you a lot of self-esteem. Maybe you're not having self-esteem issues, but it's like a, it's a really good positive thing that comes along with doing that, even though it doesn't feel good in the moment to not have sex when you really want to. But how would you, I mean, you've been cheated on. So I, I'm assuming that's why you're saying, you know, I, I'm basically ruining this girl's world. She doesn't know yet because you had a horrible breakup with a guy who was terrible to you and wanted to hold you back from doing something you wanted and said he couldn't trust you. Meanwhile, he was cheating on you the whole time. So I don't think this the situation <clears throat> that you're in right now is not it's not a good one. How is it going to end? When will it's either going to end where if you cut it off and in that situation you're in control and you can feel good about making that decision or you keep fucking somebody who is too much of a fucking pussy to leave his girlfriend or maybe he doesn't want to leave his girlfriend. You said she's great. Maybe he agrees. I'm sure he does. And he wants to be with her. So in the end, you're going to get heartbroken. So what I mean, just I think you just got to think of all the roads that this could possibly go down and really be honest with yourself about where what road you want it to take because I, I I'm pretty sure you don't feel bad right now but it's probably because you're so high on the energy that you're getting from this uh relationship that you shouldn't be having and so I think that you should cut it off um if I were you I don't know I mean to me I think the sentence uh that you kind of just referenced uh about ruining her life is very telling to me because to me it that shows um how much power you're giving to the man in this relationship. We always talk about it's the person in the relationship who is cheating, who has the most responsibility. So he certainly is more at fault than you are if we're doing it by like insurance claims, kind of divvying divvying it up by percentage. However... He's also like making out the best and like you're I don't think you're going to tell her. I don't think she's necessarily going to find out. So it's like so it's like you're just get no absolutely not. And so you're just getting he's getting sex and and love from and or or emotions or whatever. I don't know if you love him from from two women um, and it has no future for you. You're doing something shitty to another woman and you're literally I mean you're I mean, not to get heavy, but you're like facilitating the patriarchy. I mean, yeah. in my opinion with this. And it's like you're, you're giving so much power to this guy. Like this is the thing with cheating that I always question. It's just like I've met a lot of guys and I fucked a lot of guys and there are great guys. I'm not someone who doesn't think there are great guys. I know a lot of great guys, but uh, there I don't I've never met anyone <laughs> who was worth like ruining my life or ruining somebody else's life over. Life. And also 
honestly, I don't think you're going to ruin it. I think this girl, I think that's like you're not you're not giving this her woman enough credit. credit. Like this woman's life. How do you know this woman's life would be ruined without this fucking putz? Maybe it wouldn't. Maybe that's why she's staying where she wants to do to live and making her life exactly as she wants it to be. And she's saying, listen, I like this guy. And if he's willing to make these sacrifices for me, I'm happy to have him in my life. But otherwise, I'm doing what I wanted to do on my own terms. Maybe the girls that were fucking your ex-boyfriend while you were with him thought the same thing. And then but it, and then when he you found out he was cheating on you, you fucking moved and you found your dream job. So that wasn't ruining your life. That was actually doing you a favor. It's just like, why are you doing it? I mean, good sex. I mean, to me, you say he's a good friend, but to me, a good friend is not someone who consistently lies and cheats. That's the quality. Like, you can't isolate a, 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 a characteristic or a quality of a human to only a friendship relationship. At a certain point, you have to ask yourself, like, what other shit is this person doing? Like, yeah. it's just, uh, I don't know. It's just like, you know, like, I'm not saying, like, to cheat once, like, accidentally, you're drunk, something happens. You should don't have to beat yourself up for that. But this is just a continuous. You're seeing him. You're like your boyfriend, girlfriend. And also, like, what is this guy doing? He's uprooting his whole life and moving across the country, and we're supposed to feel bad for him at the beginning of this email, but then he's also fucking you nonstop? Like, what? Yeah. Just what is going on here? This is a whole fucking huge mess. Yeah, it's a mess. And and, and you, that's why, that's why I think um, standing by your morals um, is a partly the reason why it's a confidence booster is because you're putting yourself first you're not making it all about him like I feel like this uh, yeah I don't know with the with the affair thing it's always it's always tricky but it's I mean I know and I know women have affairs too that's not it's not as it's not divided by gender certainly but also the, affair I mean you're making it a little fancier they're not actually married yeah, so yeah, yeah. stop giving yourself so much credit yeah <laughs> it's like they're not even married there's, there's no real legal repercussions here yeah um, but and also like it's just you know I think it's like this is a thing that happens with a, a good number of our listeners because I think there is a difference between being sexually explorative, being sexually open, and then just being someone who just like fucks without morals, like you're the fucking female slut whisperer uh, on Instagram. And uh, that's like a thing. I don't know if you follow oh. it. It's, it's that's like a meme account. It's no good. Oh. Um, but I follow it just to keep <laughs> just to keep. Oh, tabs. it's a dude, isn't it? Of course. Yeah, that's weird. And and like the way you even sign this, like the heartless flying slut with like a it's heart. Got to, a little pride to you. Yeah, to me, that's saying like you're at you're, you're writing us asking, "Am I a terrible person?" But it's like, do you just? I think it seems to me you just want attention, and that you don't really care if you're a tel- terrible person, and you think it's kind of fun, like you're some kind of real life Disney villain, and you're not, and you're 22, and life's gonna fucking drop kick you in the face. Oh man, that was good, Corinne. Thank you. So you know how like you've you've exercised. Um, you've told me like a story before about how you exercised uh, willpower when. Mm-hmm. Um, having the possibility of sleeping with somebody that you've been uh you've admired for a long time mm-hmm. and then you didn't and I was like how wow oh my god right and then two weeks ago I talked about a, a guy being in my apartment with a with a with and he had a girlfriend but I was so fucking attracted to him and so I but I made him leave and I and I said no and I felt really good about that decision and then I did it again with another person I guess he, the person is married so it is an affair you could say but um I just wanted to put it out there. We've had emails before about um, I'm fucking someone with a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever. And I will. I just want to say that I was I was in a situation and I and I put myself in it. We both put ourselves in it. It's no one's at fault there. But um, that I particularly I'm doing this new thing. I, I know I was sad for a really long time after after this breakup, and I kind of lost who I was. I think m- mainly what it was is I. 
I finally realized I didn't know who I was this whole time. Um, and therapy is very fucking helpful for me for, for that particular journey. But also, I've been making good decisions with my life lately because I'm, I like myself. And the, you know, that guy from England who was here and I said no and I fucking was so angry because I felt, um, I felt what I would imagine guys feel when a girl like leads them on. I'm, I'm hesitant to use that language, but, um, you know, I felt like angry and horny and pissed. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I've ran into this, uh, it's a little bit more of an intense situation, but, um, this person has a partner that they're, they're married. And, um, and I, I kind of, told the person like hey I this, do we have like a weird vibe right and then the person was like yeah we do and um and then there was some, I felt like it was deja goddamn vu because we're at we're out he's on the couch I'm over there and I'm just like god damn it I hate why am I why am I only attracting people with wives or girlfriends um but and that was very that was harder than the than the time with the guy with the girlfriend two weeks ago that I was talking about because it was it's a little more involved but I will say Sticking by your morals, you have to figure out what you value in your life. What do you as a person value? Like make a list of your values because that's how I think confidence and self-esteem really a huge part of that or a huge um, a huge channel for that comes from figuring out what your values are and sticking to them and sticking to your morals. I think that's I don't I never really would have ever guessed that making the moral decision to not have sex with somebody who already has a partner would give you self-esteem, but it really does. Mm-hmm. It really makes you, um, and, it, and I'm, and I'm kind of, I'm in this new zone where I feel like, I feel like a normal person for the, probably for the first time since the breakup and really for the first time, maybe in my life, just because I'm on my own, I'm older, I'm, I'm a more confident person. And I always thought I liked myself, but I, there was so many instances in my life or stories or things I can look back on and go, that's not someone, that's not something someone does who likes themselves and who respects themselves and who loves themselves. So I've just, I exercising integrity in decisions where it's very hard, specifically when sex is involved and you're really, 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 really fucking horny. I remember I looked down, I was sitting in that green chair and I looked down at my, I have a, I have one tattoo. My best friend and I got matching tattoos. They say WWBD. In Nadine Strawson's handwriting, she's the first female president of the American Civil Liberties Union, and it stands for what will Beyonce do? Because I am not a religious person, but I I know people who are religious look at Jesus as as a as you know as a as someone to model af- themselves after, right? So sure. I, that, for me, that's Beyonce. And I remember I looked down at my tattoo, mm. which is exactly why I fucking got it, and I was like, this is not something Beyonce would not fuck a married person. She just wouldn't do that. Um, and I you know we parted ways and it was very hard but god damn it it felt so I felt so good about myself um after that and I've really been kind of coasting off of that energy of uh I don't know just feeling good about it I've never I've never exercised uh restraint with sex when it comes to sex and I've Mm -hmm. never I've never not fucked somebody that I wanted to fuck really I mean unless they were like no and then I was like (laughs) right yeah I guess I'll go home but um that's only happened once because I was outside his house but whatever it's long I was like 21 but uh I just wanted to say if anybody is dealing with um with uh with a question of hey do I sacrifice my morals it if you do sacrifice your morals to make a decision specifically with sex I think it's never gonna end up well 
Yeah, well, and also... It's just not. You're not going to feel good about yourself. Part of the reason it feels so good at the time is because it's wrong. Yeah, of course. So it's like, you know, say this person did ultimately break up with this seven-year girlfriend and be with you. It would go... The the luster would go away pretty quickly because he would just be another dude who leaves his socks on the ground and chews with his mouth open. You know, any like stupid things that people do that annoy you. Yeah. Like he would would become that person because he's not... No one is that special i mean maybe there are a couple people but he's i can tell from the email he's not that person you know and someone that special is not is just not, not gonna be doing that someone girlfriends. that special will have the open communication to communicate with the partner <clears throat> that they currently have to say i am not satisfied in this relationship and and make a move somewhere and i know that being attracted to one person does not sometimes it has no effect on the other per- that the person you're with that doesn't mean you love them less or you're sexually attracted to them less sometimes shit happens and that's okay it's okay to be in a relationship and have feelings for another person i think that's completely okay but acting on them that's where it gets a little dodgy yeah i mean this to me i mean this to me it was blatant disrespect going out yeah. to dinner with her and then all together and everyone at the table yeah, knowing that's rude that's that's terrible everyone at t- that's just that's that's really that really sounds like a, a really some shitty. high school bully shit Really and shitty. you're you're better than that. So you should uh, you should make a list of your values and also read the subtle art of not giving a fuck by Mark Manson. It's really good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my thing. Perfect. How are you? Oh, I forgot that I, I forgot that was going into a personal thing. Um, so it was it's been an interesting week. I've been on social media too much, but that's just because there's been a lot of I've been going on like some deep dives. Um, and I was on the phone with one of my really close friends uh, about a week ago. And kind of in passing, he just goes, well, well, Frank has cancer, so you must be happy about that. And I was like, oh, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, what are Wait. we talking about here? And I was and I was just like, I was like, like my ex Frank. Um, and uh, so I like literally hung up the phone immediately. And then number one in my head, I'm thinking like, I'm like, what? Number one. <laughs> Why would you say that? Because like it wasn't like in a dark joke like way that a comic would say. It was like just a, like a someone actually thinking that I would rejoice in my ex having cancer, which I would not. None of them, in That's fact, uh, would I rejoice. I wouldn't even rejoice in like my worst enemy having cancer because even if I don't like them, some people certainly do on the planet, and we don't want to hurt those people. Um, uh, and then I was just like, it. I love there's there's oh god there's just a constant uh, occurrence series of occurrences in my life where people who I thought were very close to me and I consider being very close to me say something um say something mostly say something uh or sometimes give me something like a gift that just tells me that they do not know me Uh, on such a deep like that that they are so unfamiliar with who I am that it is jarring and I question my entire relationship with that person truly yeah you've you've, you've told that to me a lot and it happens a lot and it's a real it's a real bummer and I probably shouldn't put so much weight but I mean that's like like who like this is a person who's heard that known that me for a that. long time. Yeah. So number one, who the fuck do you think I am? And so that's something I was going through. But obviously the, the thing I did first was not think about myself. I fucking was like, oh my God, do I have Frank's number still? Because I, I mean, I truly have. And I had to contact him for the book, but I did it via email because I knew that was like something you could get from a website. And um, but I wanted to call, like, you know, not call. Not, I didn't call him because he was in the fucking hospital. Um, oh but so I checked his, the, his, his social media and I confirmed he 
did have cancer. And I was like, oh my God, he was alive. So I was like, thank God. And like, it was like, looked like a positive thing. Um, and then I uh, mm. I texted him at his old number that thank God for iPhones. They do really fucking save everything. I yeah. have numbers from like 10 years ago. So his old number, I was like, hey, this is Corinne. I don't know if this is, you know, so your number. And he responded right away. And like we had a very short conversation and it was nice. But I just um, okay. wanted to make sure. Yeah, he did. You know, he had to get. I feel weird saying well, it. But he had to get a testicle, a, testicle removed. So that's, yeah, that's my dad had that. Um, that's actually the most common form of cancer for men yeah. in their 30s. And it was just really interesting because he also kind of uh, talked about in the in the Instagram post about how he had not been feeling right for quite some time. He doesn't have health insurance. He had gone to like a couple doctors and they were like, yeah, you know, you're too young to have anything wrong in this area. And basically it got to the point where, and you know, Frank, I think we've talked about this before, is not as like headstrong as me. So he's not always being like, you know, demanding fucking answers. Yeah. Um, and then it just got to the point where he was like literally like, uh, bent over in pain oh. uh, and had to be rushed to the hospital and then they found out he had cancer and like he, this is you know he just had a fucking new kid uh, yeah. a month ago oh my god um, and then more terrible shit happened I don't want to kind of go through the whole of story course. just because it's like I don't want you guys to be able to I kind of only like to talk about Frank not other members of the family just so it's not like so uh, much information because um, I don't want everyone like finding him Uh and I was going to put together a GoFundMe, but then I was kind of like struggling with like, is it worth the money to reveal his identity? And like, I knew, because I offered him money personally and I was like, I know he's never going to accept this, but yeah. I just have to do it because, you know, I do think a lot, like, even though it was from like a negative perspective, um, I mean, if Frank had never dumped me, the Guys We Fuck podcast would never exist. We wouldn't have the, we wouldn't have experienced, at least not from this, yeah. uh, the success and the money. And like my life is a lot nicer in a, many ways um, because of that. So I was like, you know, I, I would truly be happy to give him money yeah because i do feel like he's a lot of part and he could have been difficult during a lot of parts of this could have been really he could have uh you know been difficult about me using his real first name on the podcast things i've said he could have been difficult about the book i had to get true legal clearance and he like truly wasn't yeah. at any point um and that was very nice of him because i've really run my mouth a lot um <laughs> And I and I do appreciate that. And I recognize that he could have made things uh, very difficult and interfered not only with my healing, with my art, but also just like been like, hey, stop fucking talking about me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they raised a ton of money. I donate privately and everything. And thank God he has such a good reputation in his like community. So yeah. people really came out. But yeah, I mean, it was just like a thing. And I, I, it made me think I'm like, if you truly have like an ex who like, if they got cancer and I'm like, unless they like murdered a family member or like a fucking like raped you, like other than that, like I just can't, um, I truly think you need to see someone or like sit with your own de demons. If you're wishing that your any of your yeah. exes like are dying or getting cancer. Cause even if the relationship ended poorly, like even if he cheated, what the fuck? Yeah. I just wow. don't know. And like people say that a lot. I remember my friend's dad died when I was in uh middle school and I, she had been kind of being a bitch lately. Oh. And my one friend goes, wow, now she's not going to be able to afford cool clothes anymore. And oh my like, God. What damage has been done to you that that 
that is your response to a person's death. I think bleak thoughts. I like to be mean to people. I think it's really funny. But like, what? Yeah, that's some heartless shit. I don't know. So thank God he's okay. Thank God they got, um, after a series of more unfortunate events, um, uh, the community, like, you know, that's a case in which a GoFundMe funny is great. But, uh, you know, fuck you know the you know the healthcare system. Oh, I know. It's just the whole thing. The whole thing is a a huge mess. And then yep. I was just like, that's just. I mean, it's just really like really un really unfair. Like yeah, for yeah. all these bad things to happen at once. And I know there's a ton of bad stuff. And I and I spend a lot of time thinking like why some people get so much bad stuff thrown on them. Like your mom is a great example. Yeah. And then some people, just nothing bad just coast. ever. Or like, and in fact, like they just roll in good fortune. Yeah. And I and don't shit know. shit goes really well for them. Yeah. It's nothing that... I don't know if, and I'm not mad at those people. No, 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 no. It's just, it's curious. It's it's like, well, why? It's interesting to find, to, to there's no rhyme or reason, I don't think. Right. And if there is... Fuck if I know. That's yeah, because I was like, head. I consider myself somewhere like in the like a just like a kind of like average, like an average yeah. neutral, you know, kind of like yeah, I'm here, just like nothing, you know. It's like I'm getting everything you handed, but not, you know, it's not also like not you're working for it, but you're day not to like, day you trauma, know, just yeah, to be yeah, very you're not regular, like, abused, yeah, physically and emotionally, yeah, uh, by other people. So I don't know, but anyway. <sighs> If well, anything else bad okay. that happens, we might start a GoFundMe. But and, yeah, know. yeah, I was gonna say, you, you know, there's just a lot of reasons I didn't. I didn't want to reveal his identity. I didn't want to make it about me being some kind of hero. And he's, yeah. a, I'll keep an eye on it. He's okay. And I have offered, you know, it's just like it's so weird with money, you know. Yeah, yeah, it it's is so weird. You want to help, but then you also just want you. Know, I, just, I think it's okay. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes I'm, I'm like, um, I've because I've never had money in my entire life so and I was always like the friend like we would go out to eat after college like with all my college girlfriends and I like would get like chips and guacamole yeah that's all I could afford but I was like I got I kind of got used to it but then like I'm such a giving loving person that if any anytime I'm with anyone and they're like oh I want this and that's I'm like I'll buy it and they're like can you not do that that's not how you express love I'm like yeah 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 sorry, 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 sorry. well it is some people's love language I, I yeah I like getting things for people or are helping just helping if I can alleviate I know how much financial strain can 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 fuck up your psyche your self-esteem your your perception of what you're worth like i, I get i just fucking lived that for a very long time so i i understand so I, I just don't want people to feel that if they don't have to you know right unfortunately though uh as soon as you start doing that someone yeah. always like you know i already get like random like messages like <laughs> can, can i have money a new pair of shoes really just like a lot of yeah and just like or people going out with like other people and they'll just expect you to pay for stuff oh that yeah you know, like, i don't have an unlimited yeah, amount yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah uh, i don't i don't <sighs> whatever but anyway yeah no i don't hope any of my exes get cancer yeah, that's oh, you're such a you're an angel. Thank you. You're an angel. Thank Karen. you. And I was like, also, I was like, there's exes I hate much more than Frank. <laughs> I don't hate Frank at all. <laughs> He's totally fine. Yeah, you don't want anything bad happening to them either. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel it's, I, so I feel so disconnected from him at, the, him at this point. Yeah, just like I can't even remember like what I can't even remember what his body feels like or like what it, I truly yeah. can't. It's just such a distant. Well, that's you know, it's such a distant memory. That's time. But I, I don't like I don't it's not like in a sad way I don't miss it. It's just like right, right. I'm true it's truly gone through after all these years. It's cycled through. This, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Somebody commented I posted a video on my Instagram of because I had a really big party on Saturday night that Karen was at. 
I got really anxious, so I had to take a walk. <laughs> I know. I, I showed there up. Christina's leaving her own party. P- I know. <laughs> Corinne comes as I'm leaving with a friend, and I'm like, I got to take a walk, Corinne. There's a lot of people in there. She's like, okay, I'll just make sure no one's like knocking over your pictures. Yeah, I was like, I'll just. I really think there were like, it down. like 150 people in here. It was a large amount. Or 200. And like people start. And I'm very like, you know. If someone wants to come and they heard about it, I'm I'm not gonna say no. It was a lot of people. It was full, yeah. It was so full. It was more full than I thought that it would get. But um but then I got really anxious. But then I was like, I'm not gonna turn anybody away because that's terrible. And I'm not gonna and if the church of Christina people are texting yeah, there people are texting me, Hey, can I bring so and so? I'm like, yeah, whatever. Oh I know. That's the last party I'm going to have like that, though. This is the difference between us. You literally have a party. Everyone's welcome. I've sent out party invitations that say in bold, no significant others. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. You know what I got to do? I got to mail out invitations for the next one. Oh, so my God. Very exclusive, specific group. Not because I don't like everybody, but it's just because you can't have that many people in your house. It's overwhelming. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, OK, guys, our guest. I'm so excited that she is our guest this week. We've been wanting to interview her for a very long time. She's a fucking hilarious stand-up comedian. She's featured in the Netflix stand-up special series called The Degenerates. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lisa, Lisa Traeger. Josh taking a shit. Just kidding. Mm. We're here with Lisa Traeger. How you doing? Yay, I'm good. I'm, I'm so excited, excited to, to interview here. you. Yeah, I'm pumped. This is a nice place. <laughs> Thank you very much. How are you doing? You just, um, we're talking about a carbon monoxide uh, yeah, my scare. And my first, off. my first thought was, oh my God, so firefighters are in your house? They were hot. They were really? hot and very nice. Mm. I really like them. Um, and I was just scared. I didn't want sirens. Yeah. Um, but they just came with the lights. So that was good. I just, oh, nice. I just didn't want to wake up the whole neighborhood. But it went off in the middle of the oh. night twice. And, oh. tw- and out, even after I aired it all out. If it goes off yeah. again, that's when you got to like get out. Yeah. yeah. That happened to me once. And I was like, oh, it's, bonus. Yeah, it's crazy. And then the landlord's like mad at me. She's like, you should have called me. I was like, you should apologize. Yeah. So there was a propane <laughs> tank downstairs. They always do that And they, the basement door is locked. And it's like, I'm a grown up. Just leave the key here. So the yeah. fire department had to like Ooh, undo the lock. Open. So she was like, but there's damage. I'm like, but there's but, propane. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, how dare you? I don't Landlords know. are out of control. I was literally out of stuck control. in an elevator that was not even at the floor. So I was between floors. Did it open? I called. No, I had to call the fire department to pry me out of the elevator. I had to step mid floor through it. And my landlord also yelled at me. And I was like, you're lucky I don't fucking sue you. Are you out of your goddamn what mind? What did he yell at you about? He was like, you should have called me. And I was like, to pry me out of an elevator? Yeah. Because they get fined when they get fined when their shit's not up to code. And they know that their shit. Their stuff well no because national grid or something's supposed to come and they're like don't let them in mm. they'll just make things more complicated i'm like well i'm gonna let them in yeah because <laughs> i want the shit fixed i ain't yeah. trying to die at my home yeah yeah that so, shit's real yeah yeah so that put up but whatever <laughs> so how they were cute though yeah. but yesterday i do mm. want to say that i played with a gray frenchie puppy with blue eyes oh my god that's what this podcast is mostly about so, so i just glad to cover that out. <laughs> oh that everything's doom and gloom yeah i hung out with a tiny baby puppy oh that's fun <laughs> i want to get a puppy so bad okay but that's just because they're so goddamn cute i'm so, gonna wait till i'm married for a puppy oh that's smart are you yeah. gonna get you're Jesus you planning on getting married soon i want to get married no i have no one but i really would like to get married Isn't okay it boring with no one it's just boring. Yeah, I'm, I've been. Um, well, I was always single, like notoriously, so it didn't matter. And then I got out of a relationship that I really liked. Um, I got dumped, and then uh, I've been like for sure, Bridget Jones style yeah. depressed. Like I just want to be married. I feel like okay. So last time I uh, I talked to you uh, about a relationship was the only time I talked to you about a relationship. Yeah. You were literally on your way to meet a woman for the first time and you had all kinds that's of That's when I saw you. That's so sex funny. Sex toys in your <laughs> luggage. Was that the relationship yeah. that you're freshly yeah. out of? Yeah. Because you mentioned freshly. It. Like I got dumped a year ago but. Because I was like I saw you mention <laughs> it like in your ago. degenerates yeah. uh, uh, special. Okay. Yeah. So how did this happen? So how did this happen? Because I have a lot of close friends that dated men for a long time and now they're just like yo no i'm dating this chick and like I, and i'm like so in love i've never had this kind of love i've never had this kind of yeah, sexual connection i'm like maybe i got it wrong you know like i wish no, it's funny like all the dudes had really annoying questions and then all the women in my life were like i want how'd you do that yeah like, i want to do, do that too <laughs> you're a magician <laughs> so yeah, yeah. how it happened? she was just so hot and wildly she looked like all the boys i had crushes on as a teen okay so she had a very much nick carter leonardo dicaprio vibe nice. she like dressed like uh river phoenix and what a movie like white teeth like so she she like looked or has like a boyish vibe yeah and hot and i just thought she was the shit like i How'd don't know i just fell in love with her we were both doing a festival in melbourne oh, she's a comic too yeah okay in london yeah wow and you just fell in love yeah we were hanging out and i was like oh my god were you when those feelings started popping <laughs> yeah. up did you question them to yourself before bringing them up to her yeah i was a mess i was a mess but it had less to do with gender and more to do with um being so ner i was like so nervous i because you liked her so much yeah, I'm just bad at flirting. I'm not very good at it at all. And But I knew I had there was like a time limit. So I had to act on it. But she also had these reservations of like, she felt a vibe, but she was like, I didn't want to be some predatory lesbian. Like, yeah, like, going trying to convert a straight girl. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But I think she like dropped hints. I don't trust her. Um, <laughs> like you mentioned your strap on like the first day we met. So um I don't know. Yeah. I how did that blossom? Like, how did you, how did you well, make it known to her? a little insane. Okay. Oh, but how we made it known. So we hung out all the time and uh, finally was the last night before I left town. So when we were at the party and my friend was like, yeah, you weren't flirting with her. You just kept bringing her water. Like I just, <laughs> I'm like bad. <laughs> 
But then I got enough courage because the Backstreet Boys played, and so we went to go dance. And then I was like, "This is my moment." And so then I was like, we, "You know, I, I want to make out." And then that's what you said to her. Yeah, and, and so she was like, ma- "Okay, yeah, exactly." And so we made out, and she's like, "Let's get out of here." We went and had a drink um, because I was an idiot. Because she was like, "Let's have one more drink, but let's leave." And that yeah. means let's go to back to the hotel. But I'm like an idiot, so I was like, "Oh, you want to go to the supper club?" So. I told the driver to take us to a bar and she's like, I don't want to go to another bar. But uh, we well, did. I would have thought that too because I would have been, you know, you need yeah. direct. I wanted sometimes. to have one more Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we hooked up and then I had to fly to Sydney. But then like two days later, I bought tickets to meet her in Toronto. Like, I wow. Was, like, I there was no beating me. And she was in that case too. So the both of us just really like, really like clung to each other. Yeah. So immediately started That's texting, talking all the time, phone sex videos. Wow. Like, immediately. And then I saw like, but, so physically, we were only in a relationship together four times, spanning like a month and a week. But wow. we were together like maybe five months or something. Six oh months. my goodness! Wow. Wait. So oh, I'm so fascinated by. So this. we fucked in four different continents, which was fun. <laughs> That's Jeez. cool. Yeah. How have hmm. you had a sexual or connection countries. previous to her? Obviously, it was only with guys, right? I'm assuming. I had like a group sex thing where there was a girl, and oh, then fun. I had hooked up with a girl when I was like 20, something like 20 in Portland. Yeah. But it that's was like, yeah, <laughs> was, that's like the name of a lesbian porn 20 in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. I've tried to do a joke about it because I stayed at an anarchist vegan co-op this like weekend <laughs> trip. Um, and she was like um, an airplane mechanic. Whoa, she was like a badass. badass. But I don't think I was like good at sex at that point or anything like that. But so just loose relationships. But I guess yeah. I never anticipated Falling for a yeah, woman. but now I'm like I'll maybe I'll fuck a dude again or something or have the because th- then I had a three but I want to marry a woman like I'm done really yeah wow mm. what's different uh, obviously it's like the anatomy but like other than that between having sex with a man and having sex with a woman I just had the best sex ever so it could have been just her but like um, and I don't want to give all it to my her. friends so that are annoyed. currently dating all my friends that are currently <laughs> so dating annoyed. women for the first time in their lives yeah. they're, they're telling me the same thing best sex they've ever had yeah it's just like great sex and a good time but I could yeah I just am I might be more gay than I anticipated <laughs> like I don't know <laughs> But I like the idea of sucking a dick with another girl. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Like, that's, that's a fun hot, thing to do. and I enjoy that, but... But you don't miss a dick in you? No. Okay. Hmm. No. Would you ever... So that, that was my. Ever, that would be my fear. Yeah, the same. Did that thought ever cross your mind? Because that's what I would. No, I'm. Like, I'm I know it's dick. like weird. I'm like looking back at all my sexual experience. And be like, did I even like fucking these guys? Like, I, mean, I didn't like a lot of the times I've had yeah, sex. To be honest, I'm kind of like grossed out, but. On a different level, I guess, like, communicating and, like, empathy, like, just being nice. I don't know. It was just a nice mm-hmm. Well, time, that makes the sexual connection. time. Yeah, so much better. <laughs> but it was also my first time really being in love, too. Really? Yeah, because I had one ex-boyfriend, but when I dumped him, I was, like, over it in a second. Yeah. Like, I didn't care as much. Like, <laughs> this was the first time where I thought, like, I was going to marry someone, and it was really intense. And so, I don't know. It yeah. could have been lots of different factors. Yeah, yeah. But I just want to fuck chicks now. Wow. So like the first time they're like like uh, with this with this woman for instance because it, it is scary like having sex with new body no, parts. No, I felt like a teen. No, for sure. Okay, cuz yeah, like, well, it I feels bought, like your first time ever having sex. Well, I talked about it in the special too. So I did buy a book on how to like go down on girls. Oh, oh. that's right. You did mention that and you were like everyone in the in the audience. Wait, how do you do, do it? Yeah, how cuz I I tried to eat a girl out and I was like, "Was that good?" And she was like, "It was great, but you only did it for like 7 seconds. You got to keep going." I'm like, "Oh, 
Oh, okay. The fact that there exists an entire book kind of says it's pretty uh, complex. Well, the funniest part about the book is the first half is just convincing men to read it and want to, <laughs> like, it, I wish I was, like, making a joke, but it is. It's like, you know, because the book is written, it's, uh, f- she comes first, but it's written for a dude that had um, premature ejaculation, and okay. it, and he's a sex therapist, but it's for dudes with premature ejaculation. So his theory is, like, if you, like, please a woman really great up top, then there's less pressure for the fucking, and then you can last longer, you can relax, or if you come fast, it doesn't matter. Yeah, And agreed. so that's the first half of the book is, like, the theory of why men should please women. And, like, wow, it's all, it's it's all, all about convincing. them. Convincing, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's totally all convincing. So I wish I didn't waste so much time reading all that. And then it's just, like, <laughs> the second half is just, like, moves and drawings and stuff like that. But... At the time, I didn't even really think about it, but I'm sure it helped for sure. But well, the first if, time we hooked up, I did not go down and I was nervous, but then I was like prepped for Toronto. Did you tell her like, <laughs> hey, is it okay if she I don't knew. go down on you? Or is she like, a, she was, she read the vibe? Um, I mean, it was like a drunken last night before my flight at right. 8 a.m. But so no, it was like going to be kind of sloppy no yeah. matter what. No, she like had to grab my hand and put it on her cut. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll lick it. Okay. How do you no, go down on But then on I felt like, oh yeah, duh. Can you give me to... I'm I don't know. Curious. I'm like, I don't... Anything I have you no learned from idea. the book that men um, and women alike can learn? I mean, it's so... I would say like uh, repetitive motion. It doesn't even have to be fast. Just like repetitive... Okay. Constant. And for how long? For a while, right? Yeah. Yeah, and there was like moves with like, uh, the, like the front part of your teeth gums. Really? And some thumb motion and then mostly it's just like fingers in uh it's like so no classic ever, no I one just ever puts their fingers in me when they eat me easy out. and like i'd feel crazy and like i feel so rude <laughs> talking about it like this because maybe she was like you're uh <laughs> yeah but she was just cut like i don't know it was very not like the first time i went down and like she came so and it took you're a while for sure, but it wasn't complicated in its. Uh, it wasn't complex in the motions. Yeah, it's just like being into it and and just keep going down there. Yeah, yeah. Was there ever times when you were eating her out where you were like, "Am I done yet?" Or what do I like? Where no. you kind of felt lost? No. So you were very. It was very connected then. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like that's a that's the the men that I've had sex with. A couple guys have been really good at it, but some guys just go. They go and then they're done. I'm like, what the fuck? What? No, no, the goal has to be. So the goal, instead of it being foreplay, part of this book is like the goal is like you should be coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what's fun about fucking girls is like someone can come and then you can still all continue to come constantly. (sighs) Yeah. And like um, if you're using a like no one's going to lose the heart on. Right. You just always have all these dicks. Yeah. (sighs) That's great. Yeah. That sounds really fun. So it's like constant, constant hard dicks and like just coming once isn't like uh the end of stuff yeah yeah so that sounds it. nice but i'm sure there's dudes out there that are fucking very well there and are like oh, there are into yes. it mm-hmm. you yeah know, too, there's some but. that are like respect sex and wanting to make a woman come so much that it's like okay yeah no this is like a, you're like i feel like we're an even keel like because i'm very pleasing but i'm like uh, a lot of the time the past couple guys i've fucked are just you know they just won't put, they won't even finger me. I'm like, no one fingers anyone anymore. Fingering's my favorite. I don't me even too. need a mouth or anything. I love getting fingered. Just yeah, request it's my favorite thing it, in the though. world. Request it. You got to request I the know. fingering because people don't think about it. I think especially like dudes uh, and like we're, we're in our 30s. You just, I just, re- just request. want to get fingered for like 30 minutes. I request it. Yeah. Over the summer, I was fingered in a car and it was like the highlight of oh, my summer. That's yeah. so good. I loved it. Also, there were times where you, we would just, uh, <laughs> this is so fucked because it's like one specific person, but <laughs> I don't, fu- I really fu- I don't <clears throat> fuck enough. It's really a problem in my life. Like, I wish I was getting it in more, but 
I'm why not. do you why why aren't do you do you attribute to a schedule to no it's my own problems and then the people that like me i don't like them and the yeah. people you know the opposite vice versa you need equal wanting to fuck yeah and that's a rare when it, the, but when i'm not hits. putting myself out there either okay so you're not like on no i'm bridget apps? jones like i'm just like sitting just watching housewives <laughs> being like i want a wife but i'm really not out there at all so well, you're not like on dating apps or anything i'm on hinge it's i have not gone i have not connected with anyone have you, you should go on Raya. The, the swiping or whatever you have to do? I don't know. I've never I've been, been on Hinge. It. It's just not the what the way. I don't know what's going to happen. Right. I should give you. I, I There was a moment where I put my Raya profile of like men and women. Yeah. And the chicks are. Whew. I know. I believe it. I'm like, what? Yeah. Because the dudes are just so rich. Pretty. Right. Like. Uh, yeah. Or artsy or something Some of them like are that. super. I mean, there's some models There's some too. really good looking dudes on there. Really good looking dudes. But uh, man, the women. No one interesting. Yeah, but though. women are always hotter. It's I just know. like they're everyone's better. But I was gonna say, like, sometimes if you just like rub someone's clit, you can make them come in five minutes. <laughs> like well, you, gotta be, more, you yeah. gotta be good at rubbing it. Yeah, but it's just it seems so simple. It's just like truly <laughs> just circles in a slow motion. I was like, okay, well, so this wait, is great. <laughs> after you were dating this girl and you made her come a bunch, were you like, why are men so confused? I was this? already so angry constantly about that. But then it was even more so like now, because I was asking dudes for and The reason I got this book is because I do have a guy friend and no ex-girlfriend can get over him. And all my friends who fuck him are like, he's the best. Wow. And Sexually? So what, is it going down on women. Is okay. comic? Yeah. <sighs> Tell me his name later. Okay, yeah. So okay, that's why I bought, but um, I don't know where I was going with this. So like, he's good at going down on women. He is, but I was just, oh, I don't know. It's just, um, it just didn't seem that hard. Okay. It really didn't. Yeah. It's, but it's also like the experiment was only with one person. So she could just be someone who comes a little bit easily. Cause I, com I come pretty easily. So, but like a we have a lot of listeners who really to struggle coming like, they can't close even your make eyes, the the yeah, so i have to like meet someone else <clears throat> and see if my game is stronger just a one-time <laughs> thing for sure right okay How i just because I, I just want anyone feeling like that at home like crying like i've never come because we do no. have a lot of listeners who have never come no that wasn't my point no no that's no for sure I, i'm just i'm just uh yeah i mean i was just interested i wish it was easier for me to come i need vibrators man you don't use vibrators I do oh, all okay, the time, yeah, all yeah. goddamn day. Oh, okay. I mean, it's, and there's nothing wrong with that, but like, I wish. But see, you know, but I gotta we start use asking guys toys to all me. the time. Too. Yeah, I there. Well, I was um, I was on, uh, I was out with this guy, and I was I don't know why what prompted me to look this up, but there was this. I came across this New York Times article about this dude who basically like fingers women on a massage table, gives them central massages. He's in New York City, and I was like, I'm think I'm gonna call him because yeah. I, I read the reviews, and the women are like, Yeah, I'm not someone who comes. I maybe come during sex twice in my life and this guy like makes me fucking come squirt all over the bed and I was like, ooh. Yeah, that's why okay. that's the reason I'm being mean. It's like you not to make people that can't come feel bad, but the people that like when they go into fucking their number one like you have to the advocate goal for yourself. should be like every dude's goal should be making the girl come before you even Put get your, your dick, dick in. involved. Yeah, I agree. And Absolutely, but there's a, a lack of interest, and I think that's yeah. why there's a lack of skill. Because if you're not interested in something, you're not going to learn. You're not going to pick and up that book. Women are just to watching be, porn, yeah. and women, <clears throat> myself included, I've been guilty of this, uh, yes, especially lately, too. is advocating for yourself. You're like, no, let's not. We're not done yet. Like, go, fucking eat me out or finger me something. Yeah, it starts from so young, not feeling you deserve. Because after the Khalid, um, DJ Khalid said he didn't go down on his right. wife yeah i read some article in like a new york magazine type uh publication 
where they talked to a bunch of sex therapists and they said the majority of couples that they see are actually women that don't let their partners go down on them. I've heard that a lot too. Yeah. yeah. And wh- why do you think that is? Because I they, you know, cause women don't like their bodies or it's yeah. this thing of the interest. So if like a guy is down there and it's like, it seems like a chore. I think our natural energy is to be like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. Like you're done. Cause some dude was like, whenever I do it, girls are always like, just fuck me. And it's like, cause you're bad at it and yeah. they don't know they don't what want to say going. or do. Yeah. 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 Cause how, have you ever given criticism during sex? Like a, like a, Hey, not criticism, that sounds so negative, but like a like tips, feedback. Maybe. Yeah, but yeah. I just had a bad relationship where I would uh, communicate that I was not coming and he didn't care at all. And it oh. made me feel like shit and it was like a fucked up situation. Um, How long were you in that for? Like a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, so that sucked. Well, um, what did he say? He'd be like, I, I mean, it's like bad. It's like he wasn't a good, he wasn't good. He's just not He a was sexually person. repressed and had issues and like uh, he took it out on me and I kind uh, of allowed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this in recent, like as an adult? No, like or? as a 24-year-old. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when did you first have sex? My senior year of high school, but like with a stranger at <laughs> U of I. I went, like, I was a senior in high school, but my friends were all older, and so we went. And you met a guy at, where? At a, at a party. party? Yeah, at a party. Yeah. Like, he was, yeah, just a party. Was and it we good sex? I wanted to, like, I wanted to lose my virginity that trip. Yeah. I wanted to fuck. I said this, it's like kind of sad, but like I wanted to be more slutty than I was able, like people didn't want to fuck me. So it sucked. Would you go but I after wanted people? to be more slutty. Yeah, I got rejected all the time. And it's like, eventually it's like, uh, <laughs> all right. Do you think, like what was your, what were your methods of like approaching people? Probably like- not good if still as a grown up, I was bringing <laughs> this girl water and like asking to make out after the Backstreet Boys. That's um, sweet. When we had like plenty of times in hotel rooms and dinners and walks. <laughs> it's nerve wracking though. <laughs> I think out. it's so nerve wracking. Like yeah. before you've actually had sex with the person and you know you want to, it's it, that, that, that is such an anxiety inducing situation for me that I don't know. That's why I like alcohol. I'm just really good. What the most sex I have is usually like when I want to have sex and I'm like, okay, it needs to happen. And I go on Tinder and, or some, or I go to a bar if I'm like, I'm going to fuck someone. Yeah. And then I meet someone that I connect with and then fuck. So that's usually the situation. So I would usually tell those people how to fuck me the way I want. Oh, mm-hmm. that's good. And they would do it? Pro- no, um, not always, but yeah. How'd you learn Your about deviance. sex? <laughs> um, not, I think just from movies, sex ed, and friends. Like, yeah. I never had parents talk about it at all. Okay, so your parents just like didn't bring it up never. at all whatsoever. Never, they we would religious? like leave during sex scenes. Like oh, we do not do communicate. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, your parent, your parents are both immigrants, right? Yeah, uh, from the former Soviet Union. Okay, so we're Russian. There's just no talking about anything. Wow, shit. Ever. Do you have brothers or sisters? I have an older sister. We didn't really talk about anything. She's ten years older than me. Like I really know Damn. sex conversations. It was all from like slutty friends and sex ed and like TV. <laughs> slutty movies. friends are the shit because so they really college, give you all the tips. I had like a fucked up freshman year of college. I like fucked everyone, and it was like bad, awful how, sex. How, everywhere. how you mean everyone? Like, like because I lived in a dorm that was like co-ed by floors, so nice. we would just get hammered and like ride the elevators <laughs> and like just fuck people in the common areas and in all the dorms. Wow, like, what an orgy! That's like an orgy. And I'd fuck like multiple people in one night. I was just like nice. running around fucking at parties. Whoa, loved fucking in the shower, and I was just like fucking wow. everyone. But I don't think I was like having great sex at all. What I can you- be sure of. That. What itch was that scratching then if it wasn't for the, if the sex wasn't good and you weren't coming or you weren't? I wanted it. Like I knew it was going to be good. Like I wanted to get to the place where it was Practice like, catching up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could that. see. Yeah. There is a time when it's just kind of fun and it's not even like the quality of the sex. You're just like, 
you're just like, I've been let out of like my cage and I can yeah. do anything the fuck I want to now. So I'm going to do it all. <sighs> like I, I've definitely done that. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Right. Then you get real horny and then you're like, okay, I'm going to com- compartmentalize this. It's going to be fine. Yeah. I would love to right now have like a great fuck buddy, cool, great situation, casual dating, but liking someone or being fucking married. <laughs> is hitting on those are very opposite i just want like a connection shit like a good yeah. situation i just want a good consistent sex situation with like a nice uh base of friendship was, was so with the relationship that you were out, you got out of a year ago it, like since you guys were only like in person four times yeah. what was the emotional part of that relationship was it strong it was really strong and it was really intense uh because you're just talking and you miss each other. It was like too much because then you have this week of intense stuff and then it was like really depressing yeah, after that, you leave each over. other. And there's a lot of pressure on the trip, you know. Of yeah. course. Yeah. To have a fun thing, like all the things, show the dinner because you're going to your towns and then it's like you want to get all the fucking in. And then, um, yeah, there's just like a lot to do and there's like a lot of heightened emotions and like yeah. you're feeling so connected into each other and then it's like donezo. And yeah. uh, then... It's yeah, it was like sadness. It was like hard to deal with the separation. But every day we were it was like a, too much communicating constant. Oh, that's okay. what I was going to ask. Like, uh, I feel like this is possibly just an ignorant stereotype, but I feel like uh, being a woman, being in a relationship with another woman, I feel like the emotionally would be so much more intense. Yeah, it was just, just like honest, feel open, more. immediate, like such um, in tune compliments, nice things. I mean, she's also like a little bit of a psycho, so she. How yeah, and you said you're also <laughs> a little bit of a psycho. Yeah. How so? What's what is your psycho? Um, but now, but like, what's so the most I was depre- thing you've ever but done? I was depressed for about six months. So then I started therapy, and then what I realized because I've never been to therapy, it's like a lot. She just gave me a lot of everything that I've been craving and wanting and didn't uh, have. Okay. And I had even like growing up, like I wasn't brought up in an emotionally communicative home not a bad home I felt loved and stuff but never said I love you maybe five times in my whole life wow we didn't really like hug or tell each other about our days it was just kind of there yeah but they were always at my you know I always say like they were at my swim meets they were at my plays they took me places I always had what I needed we played game like we went to the botanical gardens and the zoo we did stuff but there wasn't emotional connection closeness in any way or affection um and intimacy it's like a relationship with me (laughs) <laughs> are you an aquarius <laughs> no i'm a libra but i was like oh i love trips but i love trips and games but not, not talking <laughs> no so i never had it and then even with my ex he was pretty withholding too and so then she just gave it all to me so then when it wow. went away i finally got this thing that i've always wanted and then when it went away so like all like the sadness and the hole and the depression i had was even more than just like her in this relationship and i had to like learn that yeah and so see outside of that so my feelings towards mm. her aren't like bad but she um but yeah she's like so you're still in the <laughs> she told me not to say that say certain things about her on podcasts oh okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta keep so some i'm not stuff. gonna say the word <laughs> yeah but she's a little crazy and uh i am too my crazy yeah, yeah what's your crazy like so what i learned in my both the really it's like i don't know how to be independent so in my first relationship what i would do is like i wouldn't do good, fun things to hang out with this person and then i would resent him for not living my own independent life ah uh, like okay. very like i want everything yeah and but okay. you wanted you expected him to know and to give all that to you without yeah my communication sucks what Working but it's, is it. it getting better for sure what uh well i, I mean Always that's from the parents because i feel like parents really shape 
the person yeah like we the never first people you meet communicated so like we would fight let's say we would yell at each other then it would be silent treatment for as long as we'd see and then we would just ignore it and pretend like nothing happened whoa so there was no resolution so no one's ever apologized in my house or been like oh wow. sorry i didn't mean to do that like so that's something whoa. that i've had to like learn as an adult on my own through my f- patient friends and enemies do you think your parents like mm-hmm. need that too or do they cool are they cool like do you talk to them a little bit more in depth now that you kind of no, have these because we also have this language weird thing it's um and they're older so my parents are 80 and 73 oh damn okay and i'm 31 so my dad was 50 when i was born so that's a thing they didn't speak english so my russian isn't like i can't sp- communicate to them in russian oh. as well as i speak in english and they don't really understand english Wow. So there's also that always this been language. The case? Yeah. My Russian yeah. used to be better, though, because I was in the home constantly talking to them. Mm-hmm. And so now I'll only talk Russian really with like Uber drivers or Lyft Wow. Yeah. So you really never had. Wow. That is quite literally a communication barrier with your yeah. parents. That's yeah. got to be. <laughs> and then my sister moved out very young because she's 10 years older than me and married her high school sweetheart. So like, so, wow. What did you do around the house? Like, so, no, that's what I, I just to. watch TV. So that's like my big addiction now is like I smoke weed and I like uh, retreat and I need to be alone and watching tv so yeah we all sat in separate rooms watching tv all the time wow so i'll watch like 10 15 hours of tv a day wow like i'll so watch when you met impressive. <laughs> God, okay like i'll wake up like I, so that's what my big therapy is like getting out of the house doing things yeah like not retreating and like being open and communicating so wait is there a carbon there. monoxide leak or you just need to get out in an hour mm. <laughs> is that like a, this is or like you a wanted big... somebody to come over and no but this is the, the the wild thing is this is the second time the alarms have gone off the first time i tr- i didn't ignore them i opened all the windows and stuff but yeah. But if if there is a leak, you gotta yeah. We, I, that happened to me once when I lived on Ninety Sixth Street a few years ago, and uh, I called nine one one, and they were like, you know, open the windows, and if it beeps again, you're fucked. Like get get out. And apparently, the pizza restaurant below my apartment, they left their oven on, and it was like minutes away from exploding the whole building. So I'm oh like, oh my god, okay. <laughs> but they had nervous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Your your situation is probably fine because their fire That's department. Right. No, but I do like I schedule thing. I like schedule everything I can to get me out of the house that's good podcasts are good yeah, <laughs> um, have to, yeah. and now i live far from the city, so like once i'm out i have to be out and stuff that's good do any are you comfortable doing that now like i'm imagining when you first I'm getting started better but yeah. there's like good and bad sometimes i just will not leave do you ever have and people like, i have a bodega like not even half a block away and sometimes they'll still see like i just don't like leaving get delivery yeah always yeah oh, yeah for sure i do that too though but i mean you have to, you have to go out and do shows a lot yeah. you get booked a lot yeah so, so you, i do shows at night so that gets yeah. me out for right. you hang and talk and stuff do you like it or you're like <laughs> this kills me um it depends i just have to be in the mood i'm like yeah. definitely an extra like i like to chat and hang out and be social but i can't fake it i'm yeah. not like you know what i'll go to the club and feel better like if i'm not 100 percent, i can't be into it so yeah yeah, yeah. if i want to leave i want to leave like i don't want to wait for a friend like yeah it but when I'm in the mood to go out, I love it. Yeah, I yeah. think that's like most people. That's to strike yeah. you. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm. A I can't like just go out dancing. Like I have to be like, yes, we're going dancing. Can't yeah, wait. You I can't casually dance. But when I see like people just being social at bars on the weekends, when I walk past it, it, like I can't imagine doing that. I went out and with like regular like fun friends Saturday night after shows, and it was like, oh, this is what people do. Yeah, yeah. It's Sometimes weird. it could be fun, but then when you hang out at a cl- afterwards at a comedy club, and you're like, this sucks, and you're like, that's a waste of my time. I'm gonna stop going out. Like it, it kind of makes you a little. Yeah, because I like the shows, but you do sometimes see the same people all the time, and most of the people right now, like, 
no, there's great friends in comedy. Yeah. But I just started hating most the <laughs> white dudes ev all everywhere <laughs> around me. And so now I ignore so many people that sometimes it's not fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, what, oh, like what is it fun. besides obviously like the general stuff that everyone knows? Is there anything more specific beyond like the state of the world and society that? No, it's like all these people I thought were great. Suddenly you just hear their perspective post election or like post Me Too or post Women's March. You just hear yeah. people say things and you're like, you never really oh. had to comment on that issue before. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I don't want to talk. And this is in conversation or in jokes? Conversation. Okay. Ah, oh, and that's disappointing. Yeah, so we're hanging out and then it's like, oh, you think women just have to go to the police and that's the big problem? Or like yeah. afterwards someone that, and he has a daughter was like, why are the women even marching? Like what's wrong? Like they're, oh, boy. it's equal here. What's so bad you have to march? And it's like, I don't want to explain it to you. I'm yeah. tired and busy, but I'm going to ignore you forever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I'm just tired. Or it's just minor things. It's I'm honestly so minor, and I'm sure a lot of these people have great spirits in other ways, but yeah. I but don't have time. With yeah. That, yeah, but I feel like the conversation has been centered around this lately, and so to hear somebody just be totally tone deaf about it, it's like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't even want to waste time explaining it to you. I'm just going to go because this is, it's depressing me. The fact that people don't get it in that, in that way. I don't know. Or at least just listen. That's my problem. Like, don't, no, like they if think if you're confused victims. about it, listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was really excited. So this one, this is like one of those examples where it's so tiny that it's like you shouldn't completely cut a human out because of this. <laughs> but um, he said a couple other things. But I came from a doctor's appointment. And I was like, oh, my God, it was incredible. Everyone in the office was a black woman. Everyone that worked there was a black woman. That was so cool. And his response was, yeah, I know. White men are the worst. They're the worst as long as there's no white men around. And I was like. Truly, this has nothing to do with you. Yeah. And if you knew anything about anything, you know that black women die because of doctors' negligence and not listening to them more than anybody. Mm -hmm. And it's exciting to have doctors that are people of color that are going to look into and give good advice and yeah. be there. And if you want a white dude doctor, they're all over Manhattan. Everywhere. So you can go. What does this statement have to do with you? And so many right. of them are unable to see outside of themselves. And that's the privilege that right there. Frustrating. Because it's like one little thing doesn't have to do with you. You have to make it about yourself. How do you not see And so it became that? exhausting. You know, I read something like in the beginning, it's like arguing with these dudes about like your like feminism is like, OK, maybe I'll get to you or like, yeah. oh, this is good. And this is like what I've been learning, like reading about my whole life. And we could talk about it. And then after a year or two, you're like, fuck all of you. Yeah, None of you want to change. You just want to waste my fucking time. And I saw Ava DuVernay speak at a Ms. Foundation thing. Mm -hmm. And she was obviously speaking on race things on top of uh, just gender. But she's like, they keep us down talking about all of these issues and being busy with all this racism and sexism that we're we're not creating and advancing and doing great shit because they're busy fucking fighting with you guys. Yeah, and explaining. So after I heard her say that, I'm like, I'm not talking to anyone that is wasting my time. I'm going to just be with like-minded people. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I, yeah, I could see how that would... Yeah, that's probably an easier fucking time for you too because it's like... I'm done. Because every time I've ever tried to explain it to people and I always think I'm going to get through and I eh, it's never do. Well, do you guys watch BoJack? Yeah, I have yes, yes. sometimes it's yeah. my favorite show ever show. but that gun when uh, Diane likes the gun and then she yeah. writes the piece for Girl Cruise like, yeah. about like you can pretend to understand and you guys can nod your heads and listen but you truly don't get it and it's shown by your actions time and time again yeah. as, a, as like a population yeah so yeah I just stopped 
And that might add to, I did get really mad though because someone was like, oh, is that why you fell in love with women? Because you've had like bad relationships with men and that bothered me so much. Yeah, but that's a very annoying statement. It's rude. It's annoying. But I I will say (laughs) sometimes though, I, when you, when you try and like, communicate or connect with a guy and it's like tone deaf guy for tone deaf like that has that little like well why why is everybody so pissed like there is a part of me that's like i wish i know you cannot choose your sexuality but i fucking wish it wasn't i wasn't i wish i wasn't attracted to the guy i don't like you know what i mean the the person i hate I hate that I also want to fuck that person. Yeah, and this is like new to me. You know, you, men, your but. eyes only open when you experience stuff. Sometimes it is hard to see outside yourself. And this was one of those things where people said the craziest shit to me when I started dating her that I was like, oh like my what? God. Well, one of the one guy was like, well, if you're using a strap on and it's not a real dick, how do you guys even connect? And I was what? like, you cheat on the mother of your children. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? And my best friends are a married lesbian couple with a baby and they're like the most beautiful parents. They have the most loving relationship. They're like my idols and what I want. And just like I love the way they communicate and treat each other and love each other. And it's like you think that because of you have a dick, you have a stronger connection than like... I don't know. Uh, it just annoyed me. And I'm sure like that's infuriating. He didn't even get why I was so mad. But I was like, you he never suck. will. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. And I, there are I know some, str- some maybe like two straight couples that I'm like, man, you guys are so good together and it's mutual and it's you. You respect the shit out of each other. and It's wonderful. But um, the the women women couples that I know, it's so much more passionate. Yeah, and so, so this is just new to me, but I'm sure other people have noticed this for a long time, but I got a Cosmo on a flight recently, and it's just so heteronormative in such an insane way, and it should have yeah. been obvious to me, but it was the first time I've had it, like I bought one in years. Yeah. And I was like, this is unreadable, unreadable filth, but also like, I wonder if oh, gender- so you meant the drink for a second. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the magazine. Yes. Yeah. The magazine- I love Cosmos to drink. They're a boozy really drink. Like, I could see you drinking a Cosmo. And I was like, wow, you're fancy. Okay. <laughs> I love Cosmos. Okay. So you're reading Cosmo. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. And I just wonder if uh, more openness and falling in love with a person versus genitals and like gender kind of moving will open up lots of, like, I wonder how many people are blocked off because. So many. <clears throat> because that's what you're taught. Yeah, yeah. That co- the Cosmo is Cosmo and Sex and the City are how I learned about sex. I love Sex and the City. I love. So oh, much. I still watch. I actually still watch, I watch it, and it I like it. I used to criticize it because I know Courtney and I used to talk about like, oh yeah, the men are so important and more important. But, but I really do think I've rewatched the series like five times. It's and about I, friendship. It is about friendship and. <laughs> No, but they like their fr- their their friends are there at the end of the day, and guys come and go. They are, but they waste a lot of time on men. But but in defense of Sex in the City, they cover a lot of shit that we're still recovering now, years and years mm-hmm. and years, decades late, late later. Yeah. Uh, like I feel like Sex in the City and like South Park call and oh. cover a lot of things that we're still de- still dealing with today. And it's like, why is this not even? We haven't even made progress on this. In fact, we've regressed on a lot of this stuff. Yeah. It's fucked up. Um, but it's just because sometimes, and I realize it and I always hate it when a uh, girl, like a lot of women, pub, like Lady Gaga said stuff like this and this happened on Love Island, my favorite show, but when girls are like, <gasps> I would hook up with a girl, but like I want to have kids and be with a man. Or like I had a threesome uh, with this couple where the woman was fucking gay. Like I knew, you know what I mean? She uh, kept being like, I just like being with girls and her husband kind of sucked and it was this weird thing where I'm like, oh, you're fucking gay, dude. Yeah. But a lot of women think that you need to be with the dude to have a kid or like that's the unit you need and so much of our worth and values attached to that and I just wonder if it was like a little looser if like, 
boys could just make out and girls wouldn't be so disgusted about going because it's always like I just don't want to go down on a pussy and it's like you're being crazy yeah like it's fine if you're attracted to dick and you're just straight like I what's funny is all my friends that are super gay were always like you're so straight we could have never imagined but yeah I don't know. I just I didn't even think about it. And it I don't know. I It's weird when what like women are so grossed out by that idea by going down on a woman. Yeah, I think from it's the more. But I also don't want to illegitimize people that are just like straight that are just straight. straight. Yeah, yeah, that's not what's keeping me. It's the talking. <laughs> Honestly, you're it's, just cold. Aloof. It's like you don't too. Talk. It's too. Yeah, it's too much. I mean, also, I mean, but I do. I always have lived my life even before all this talk of gender and sexuality uh, of like uh just kind of been like I've only felt fallen for guys but I do keep it open I certainly wouldn't like if I felt vibes with a, a woman I certainly wouldn't be like she's a woman this isn't on the table for me yeah so like my soulmate could still be a woman I don't know I'm not sure I had a crush on Marcella in eighth grade so it's all up it's all up in the air you know I do like penises a lot though yeah, yeah I but, do too I think some of the problems that maybe maybe women might have with going down on a woman is just like well I have a vagina so I should be really good at this but that's I'm probably not going to that was that was the only thing that was in my head. we're very hard on ourselves it's so very yeah. intimidating for yeah. sure and and so that that yeah that was my thing but I don't know kind of I don't know I don't know just reading it uh, like with fresh eyes was very like oh this is weird and how yeah. is reverse cowgirl just still being written and, about but over it's all and how over. to please a guy like, <laughs> like that's I feel like it I don't know but I haven't read Cosmo in a while but I feel like it still focuses on like how to please your man when it's like well you should be asking for what you want too yeah because where do guys it, learn how to please women. I, I don't know. Some of them do, but I some don't. of them really couldn't give a shit. Well, even when I do crowd work about this topic with audiences, like a lot of them are like porn. And it's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like they're playing for the, like they're performers. They're like right. doing something very specific. Yeah. And I've, Kate Willett has a funny joke about how when you know, um, I forgot what the joke is, but it is very funny. But this idea of like, you could tell when someone watches a lot of porn by the way they fuck you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you can tell that you, you sometimes you can even tell what video they got it from. You're like, oh, you're not even present in your own body. You're just mimicking what you saw once when you were jerking off. And yeah. it's just like, we got to stop. But that is a good question, though, because like where there are plenty of tips for women to have sex with men. So like there are a couple books out there. Obviously, you found one, but like. But they don't get it. They don't yeah, read like, it and they don't care. And like women, like you said, like we're not vocal enough. It's just yeah. such a side. It feeds into it. And the point and the point it's like women having a good time during fucking is so far away from men's or like hetero dudes point of view. I feel what kind of porn do you watch? I watch lots and lots of different porn. I'm like a connoisseur. So I'm really have to be in the mood. But I also feel like I'm into the specific performers. Oh, oh yeah, okay. me too. As well. Mm-hmm. So like I'll follow someone's career through different categories. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes I like someone in specific stuff. But I would say the main my my site that I pay for is kink.com. That's oh, like, I love kink.com. Yeah. So I love because uh, even though and it's you like pay rough, for porn, that's good. Yeah. Even though it's rough in like the public disgrace and like the upper Those floor sex parties. Yeah. There is, they are really coming and there is the, you could tell. everyone's cheering for the women to squirt and have a good time. And so it is like this vile kind of like everyone's being passed around. It is sometimes pretty insane, but everyone, it's like, 
the I don't know they want them to have a good time one it's of a my, little real yeah. one of my favorite porn hmm. videos is this this porn star she uh, she gets fucked at a party and there's like guys mm-hmm. and girls all around and no one at the party fucks her fingers or anything like that but it's just her and this fucking smoking hot dude and the dude is really good at having sex and they're just cheering for this girl to come and I'm like this is the best porn it's my favorite porn I've watched it all the time yeah it's, it, there's something about that mentality that I'm like ooh yeah they're all like freaks I hate when they like pan to other people at the party and they're just yeah. like so ugly <laughs> like, I <don't> want- <laughs> <laughs> like I want my hot girls yeah um, I don't want to see that yeah but I love um, like I love someone getting fucked from behind and then going down on someone so I watch like threesomes I guess I watch yeah. a lot of threesomes public stuff gangbangs but I love uh, yeah just hot lesbian yeah <laughs> lesbian a lot of women will write us and say that they're they're straight but they love lesbian porn the most and that's like all they consume and i'm like yeah it looks like they're having the most fun well and i like the so nikki hearts is my favorite and i don't know love is. her till i die so she's like the hottest ever but she's like butchy so she's tatted up completely and oh. she fucks girls with well, a strap this, on yeah. like you would not believe really? like the after down. interviews are always so i bought a kki yeah nikki hearts <laughs> and her wife is lee raven and she's a porn star too all mm. tatted they're both just like hot tatted oh, yes. babes and they'll fuck porn. dudes sometimes but like lee now does a lot of um like straight porn but nikki directs too so what they would do what how i found mm. them was um they would like oh, one of them would hold yeah. the camera. Ooh, she's hot. And the other one would fuck a girl and they would be in a hotel room. So like Ooh. they kind of film each other fucking, which I like. Yeah. But Nikki, like, um, with Kink, she's done a few and the after interviews, like the women are just like, like, what's your favorite part? They're like, besides getting fucked by Nikki. And like <laughs> one time, um, she fucked this girl got Charlotte on just like a side <laughs> on a side futon in a hotel and like Domino's pizza came in the middle of the fucking and the two and the wife was taping and another porn star friend was watching, but like she fucks this girl so like she can't walk at the end. She's like, I can't even stand up. That's like the best of ever fucked. There's this other one I bought of hers on many vids where she's fucking this girl and afterwards She's like, I've never felt so connected. This was the best girl and girl I've ever done. Like grabbing, kissing her. Like Whoa. she just fucks the shit out of girls. And it's like the hottest wow. thing ever. And then her and her wife really love each other. So like watching them fuck is pretty fun. So wow. that like I really like that's those are my ride. My rider dies. And then some women I just like I love everything about like their porn's not my favorite to come. But I'm just impressed. So Adriana yeah. Chechik, <laughs> like she to me like I don't. I give her money on OnlyFans. I have to, my debit card, there was fraudulent. I have to re, re-up <laughs> you have it. To re, you have to replace the number. You're so good to sex workers. Yeah, you really are. No, yeah, I try to pay for porn. porn. Yeah. And I follow them online and I'm always telling yeah. people like, if you don't want to pay for it, I, I get, because the big businesses actually own everything and they're not act- paying the girls that well anyways. Right. But if you just buy girls gifts on their Amazon wish list or pay for their premium Snapchats or like buy yeah. a flashlight, like there are just ways to directly support your favorite porn stars yeah yeah since they don't get residuals and absolutely stuff. and how much porn is just being stole and all the main companies own the free sites right so all one so company owns browsers porn hut like mm. it, so, yeah john ronson did a fucking yeah um, the butterfly effect and he talked about that and how just they don't get paid at yeah all. It's unless you're like a huge star but these girls are working 24 7 it's like constant instagram constant one-on-one things uh cams and they're working almost every day yeah and i wonder like tell it the top of the line girls that are making that they love it they're just like fucking and you could tell like this the woman nikki hart you're talking about like you can like when someone is actually coming into porn you know like you can tell it's so obvious yeah and i and i always wonder i think that's part of the reason why straight guys tend 
to not be as connected to pleasing the woman because a lot of times in straight porn, the woman will be like, uh, 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 and then he'll be like, yeah, I did it. And I feel like the dude's just watching at home like, okay, yeah, that's a girl coming. I'm like, that but is what, not a girl coming. But what does that say about the male fantasy that it doesn't include their partner's pleasure? Yeah. You know, like yeah. if dudes loved women really coming in a more authentic porn, that's what the industry would be. It's mostly yeah. men that are consuming. So it's made yep. for them. So it's the fact that they're not quick. even interested in hearing real noises is like, crazy. but I know a lot of dudes that watch amateur and like, Mm. A lot of dudes that had to stop watching porn because they watched it so young. Like I didn't start watching it till my like in my twenties. So oh, that's and good. a lot of porn stars like are, are very much like do not watch it before you're eighteen, and they really don't like when young teens watch it at all. Yeah, yeah, I think people just start a lot of things too too early, and then it's like, what do you do when you're older? Because you just have to go harder and harder, and like at a certain point. There's nothing left in the world. Like, like I find I feel like that way about like drugs, alcohol. I'm like, guys, if you're doing like hard drugs when you're like 18, I don't know what you're gonna do when you're 40 and you really hate your life. Like, you're gonna need something else. That's like my advice to everyone. But question: Did you watch lesbian porn before you had a relationship with a woman? Yeah, but not as like uh, like sometimes now I will watch real couple like real real les quote unquote real lesbian couples fucking i always i liked a dude there like it would be women okay. and a guy um or yeah there was always women and dudes but it wasn't as like like once i found nikki hearts man i can't wait to watch it really changed does she use strap-ons does, yeah. she, does she like fist or does she it's stra- like she just fucks girls great with a strap on there's always vibrators but she's fingering people going down on them i don't know it's just like romantic and hot and do they rough. make strap-ons they probably do but like that you put on and it like stimulates your clit too because i tried to fuck my ex with a strap-on once but it, it didn't hit i was like it'd be nice if it hit the way i, I want they make it vibrating hit. ones oh okay um and then like so you buy like a little vibrator bullet and you put it inside. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, and then I know some people can come from fucking people. Yeah, with yeah. a strap on. Um, I can't imagine that working for me. Yeah, that makes me uncomfortable. That's the one thing. Like I don't know. I get uncomfortable thinking about wearing a strap on and fucking someone. Oh, really? So you never have? What is yeah, it about? I'll that? hold a dildo and I'll finger some. I'll do whatever. It made me but feel made like me. it didn't but feel I right. The underwear. I, did I bought like the heart. I have the. I the have harness. the equipment. Yeah, <laughs> I have all the equipment, but. It truly, I don't know, it makes me uncomfortable. It's like not my, uh, not my natural cup of tea. Because mm-hmm. for me, like I wouldn't want, like it makes me feel uncomfortable because I don't like feeling masculine because I feel very masculine in my real life. That's a perfect way. That's exactly how I feel. That, yeah, that might I, be it. Because I was like, why not? Because I like, I, and I'm out of shape. Like I don't even know if I can handle it. <laughs> it's a lot of thrusting. <laughs> it's a lot of work. I know it's tiring. <laughs> That's funny. Do you, um, do your parents know that you want to marry a woman? Is that? I don't know. So they I probably don't. They based don't. Based your record, communication record. With yeah. Them. So we don't really communicate. And so I was going to tell them immediately and my sister was like I think because I was like I'm in love I'm gonna get married and she's like why don't you just wait a couple weeks she's like I think it's weird to like you just met someone and you're fucking and you're gonna tell them in a month like you wouldn't just like relax yeah and I kind of was annoyed that I couldn't just tell them but I was like whatever and then when she came to visit I was like after our visit I'm gonna just like have to tell them because they're gonna have to meet her and then she just dumped me so I didn't Uh. say anything and then I was like, do I just tell them? And it felt weird not communicating. Because I was like sad. And my parents knew something was up because I was so sad for so long. But I just didn't. I, we don't communicate. Yeah. So I couldn't talk to them about it. And then 
I talk about dating a girl in my special and I asked my therapist if I really had to tell them or if they could just find out from the special. <laughs> and she's like, I have no problem with them just watching the special and they can really? come to you. Really? Well, because that's yeah. how you always, have, you've never talked. Yeah. Really? So, that's so fascinating you're that your to. therapist recommended that. She didn't recommend or, it. Or like was she, okay, okay, she was okay with it. Therapists do okay weird things sometimes though. They really do. Yeah, there was one thing I wanted to do that was crazy, and she was like, "All right." And then when I told her I wasn't going to do it, she's like, "Yeah, I mean, it was insane." So, uh, well, I think sometimes they, ha- you know, you have to allow people to make their own mistakes because you're going to learn learned. a lot more as long as it's not going to physically or really mentally harm you deeply. Yeah, uh, you're going to learn more from making the mistake than from like your therapist just saying, "Don't do it." Yeah, I don't know. And I what was the thing? What uh, you wanted to do, and your therapist was like. I was gonna get lipo. <laughs> oh, I heard that doesn't. I heard it doesn't. Like I, I talked to a lot of like uh, rich ladies, and apparently it doesn't really like stay. It's super painful, and it doesn't like like the the. It's not a lasting effect. That's so interesting because what deterred me was I heard that once the fat is frozen from that part of the body, it can never grow there again. Yes, oh, so that's then true. it grows from like weird place. So you have to commit to a really healthy lifestyle, and if I can't do it right now, I don't know if I need the pressure of like. Having fat grow from like weird from places like your in my leg back. only or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do you ever watch like my six hundred pound life? Because no. <laughs> okay, so I love this show. There's a doctor on it. He's like it's the same doctor every episode, and basically like yeah, even these people who are crazy like six hundred obese, you know, six hundred pounds obese, even more sometimes. Um, he makes them lose like a good hundred to sometimes two hundred pounds on their own because he's like yeah, I can I can give you the uh, the what's the lap band or whatever. But he's like, yeah, if you're you're just going to you can like burst that if you don't commit to the lifestyle on your own. So that's absolutely right. And then also, like, if you if you lose weight, you can do other things like cool sculpting. Yeah, it's like I also have to just do I'm not doing any of the proper things. To <laughs> yeah, it's like don't life. just get life. So it's also exactly. a, a huge way. Uh, it's a stressor on your body to get. No, rid it of was that. an insane thing to, to even think. But I'm I actually did. worried that she said, OK, though, because I could have. Like, no, I think she knew because I wouldn't have done it right away. So she was like, right. yeah, like re- the so next week, in I was thought, like, but not in action with that. Yeah, because I was gonna have to, because I was gonna go to just someone that was on the Real Housewives, and then I looked up Sonia Morgan's, and he only had two and a half stars. No, oh, you want at least. And four. then I wasn't impressed. I need five full stars yeah. if someone's <laughs> chopping open any part yeah, of my body. Yeah, it was just like I wasn't gonna go through all the things. I don't know what was happening in my brain. I'm glad I didn't do it, but uh, that was the thing where she. I don't know how we got. Oh, so she was. She did tell me. She's like, I want you to talk to them about it. Because how do they love you fully if they don't know you fully? And like, why are you hiding things? Okay. Um, and they're trying to be more open with me and communicate and stuff. I don't know. It just makes me uncomfortable. It's like a journey yeah. on that. Um, but a part of me, and I don't know if that's like rude. A part of me is just like, yeah. If I'm um, when I meet someone, I'll just bring them home and be like, this is the person. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I have to talk to my eighty-year-old Russian dad about like being a queer weirdo. Like, I don't know <laughs> if that's what. I yeah, I do. agree. Because that well, that was never your method with your family to begin with, yeah. and so all of a sudden being like, "Dad, I want to tell you something. I met a woman, and I know." But it's just bring her home, and he'd be like, "Okay, hey." Because I told ever, like I'm talking about, it, I'm not really embarrassed, but yeah, it makes me uncomfortable to talk to my parents about it in any way. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So are you identifying as queer, as lesbian, as nothing, as a person? No, I'm just a person, but I'm probably like pretty gay. But <laughs> you're probably but I'm like, not, not gay. attracted to, to, to. I don't know. I just don't have an answer. But a lot of people want to have an answer, and everyone has right. their own. Because like some lesbians, like when they find out that, and they're like, "Oh, so you're gay now?" I'm like, I don't know. Like they want me to be super gay, and then like it's always like, "Are you gonna still fuck?" 
God, like I don't know. Everyone wants me to choose. Yeah. And I don't know. But if but you I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna be with a woman. Everyone yeah. needs you on their team because that was actually yeah, that was another question I had. Like if there were lesbians who were like angry at you or questioning like if you are actually gay or if you're just no like, gay lesbians for i think get really excited they're very excited they're like <laughs> so pumped okay they're like welcome like ever like so much happier like, <laughs> they're so excited yeah they love it okay cool <laughs> i have not the only bad like um i had someone be like so you're dating women what's your type and then like they i don't know like well, because my ex is bi, uh, and she, like, sometimes if she talks about fucking dudes, like, lesbians will boo her. Oh. <laughs> like, they don't want you fucking guys wow. sometimes. I don't know. Everyone's, like, a weirdo. I just yeah. don't have any, like, answers for anybody. You just go with the, f- yeah, you go with what you feel. But How, I why? don't want to deny being gay, because that's even more embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like but you slow burn. <laughs> you're, you're, well, you're figuring like it coming out. out. I yeah. think that's really what it is. I just want to be in love. Yeah. And be in a really good relationship. How, why, why did you get dumped? Um, I mean, it was long distance. Yeah. And we were not going to move. Um, are you taping more? Busy yeah, nuts. But this is not the time that anyone should be here. So oh, okay. it's way early. <laughs> they would have come, they would have come of over 30 minutes early. Oh, wow. Which I just know is I wonder not the what case. the, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's because she lives on the first floor. So a lot of times like UPS and stuff will, what? What's so funny? Who is it? That it's oh my god, you can't comics. It's <laughs> of course. Cool, it's okay, yeah. You can uh hang the Hi. Hey. Cool. <laughs> so wait, why'd you get down? Um, so, you know, we did live across the Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And both of our careers are like going well. It'd be like murder. Like it would be crazy for any of us to move at this point. Like um, we're both kind of thriving in our environments. Uh, um, ah, yeah. So there's, but I was okay with distance, um, obviously, because you know about my upbringing. So I was like fine <laughs> with all of it. And like That's talking true. from a distance. Um, but I was, yeah, so... It kind of worked for me, but so she, um, yeah, the anxiety of like missing each other and like having intense weeks, it was too much. And she had so much on her plate. Um, And then what she doesn't want me to say, but it's like, she's a fucking, yeah, she's like a compulsive uh, liar. She's not like an honest person. Yeah. I know people. She had like a rough teen life. Like she is just like a teen drug addict, you know? Yeah, yeah. She has her uh, things and it was just too much. And I have my theories of why she couldn't accept my love and all these, you know, different things. Yeah. you know, it do you was still not, grapple with that in your head? It was not a, um, it was not a doable relationship for her life for her. and her brain and what she could uh, do. Yeah, but so we met. We hadn't seen each other since the dumping, and we hadn't talked in like six, seven months because wow. I needed a full break. And she wants to be liked by people and like not be hated. But I was like, I need to get over you. Like I'm fully in love with you. Um, but we saw each other in Montreal. Oh, so this past yeah. Oh, damn. And then me and my friend Sabrina, we do a show called How Many Questions, and we ask. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so um, she did it. So my ex did it. So, that was the first time you saw her. Yeah. So we Shit. we knew we were gonna see each other. No, I saw her like a couple days, but like so we had a few days in Montreal to okay. like uh, have a casual thing. And the, but how my, my therapist was like, how many questions? Everyone should do this after a breakup. But basically. 
um, I got to ask her whatever I wanted for a minute and a half and Sabrina did. And then we changed the format and she got to ask me questions as well. Ooh. And so it was like uh, pretty nice. But she was like, so we moved a little too fast. No, don't you say? So for her too, it was like, she, you know, she was like, usually like you meet someone, you see if you like each other, you go on some dates, you date casually. And she's like, we just got into like a full on relationship, only meeting for a couple weeks and then months at a time not seeing each other. So yeah. it wasn't like a very nice, it was like a lot for her. Yeah, that's a lot um, on the heart. And then for me, I was just like, what, my favorite question, I got, well, I asked her how often she goes on my Instagram. So that was fun. <gasps> what'd she say? What'd she, she say? say? Every day. Aww. Uh, which is the perfect answer. Um, <laughs> you never, do you post stories? I only put, oh, like when I post yeah. Instagram stories, I just look I'm to looking see if people for my crush. Fun. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> looking for my crush. Yeah. Um, but I asked her, so my birth, I had a birthday in Palm Springs a few weeks before she came to New York. So she couldn't make it, whatever, to my birthday. And she she sent lots of great presents. And then she also sent a mm. life-size cardboard cutout of herself. Aww. But then I was dumped two weeks later. So to me, it's like. That doesn't make sense. Do yeah. you think it's, so I'm getting like, I'm getting what I want. I'm not a lunatic. It's not like someone's not returning my calls right. or telling me like, I want to fuck other people. Like I am getting someone that's like, I love you so much. Yeah. This feels like nothing before. Like this is the best thing ever. Yeah. I'm getting cardboard cutouts of her. We're like crying that we love each other so much. We're having like great. And then she leaves New York and I get dumped the next day, like with an email and a phone call. I'm like, oh my God, an email? Like an Please. email, but then she texted me. She's like, don't worry. I'm just feeling stressed. I don't want to stop. But then it was just games. It was a lot of like, you know, I can't be with you. We can't be in a relationship. Let's take a break. And then I would get a message at night being like, I'm thinking about you. Uh, so, so she confusing. still wanted to be friends. So she didn't give me time to get over her because she thought like that's like I'm mad at her. But like. She just fucked with me and I was so desperate for her that I was like fine to do anything. So uh. I would still continue to, to try to talk to her, do spate and like, um, and then she kept being like, this is for our future. I want to still be with you. Like this is, I just, you know, <gasps> oh we have God. this thing. Oh. And so I just kept being hopeful that we would figure it out. And then we both were free in December. So I was like, let's just fly and like, have a proper, you know, let's like work it out, hash it do out, do something. Whatever. And she said no, and that's when I was like, then you need to stop talking to me completely because you're telling me there's hope for us and there's not. Because yeah. every opportunity I've given you, like you're playing games, you're not returning my calls when you want to, like you're saying you're open to this, but you're not giving it to me. So it was just really hard. She fucked with me for sure. Yeah. How but, do you, are you guys okay now or what's the we're totally cool Montreal was great we like had you know one rough dinner where we like were very honest but <laughs> it was like a good time and we have a mutual best friend like we have friends um, we okay. both think we're fun like funny so we had a good time and like good. hanging out and we didn't cross any boundaries and like kept it good and like right. Yeah, if I see something cute, I'll send it to you, whatever. But I found out newer information about kind of bigger lies through a mutual friend that she, uh, that, and it's from the start. So for me, like my problems aren't with her, it's with myself because it's like I got this thing that I've always wanted and now it's like based on all these lies and it's it's hard to think so that something wasn't the real. Yeah, it's like, are you a fucking sociopath? And she doesn't want to be, she doesn't think. Like, I know. If so I, it's like, are yeah. you a fucking psycho and you've just been lying and playing this game and none of it was real? Or did I have this love in my life that was great and I should just take the experience, but that's what fucks with me. It's like, yeah. oh, am I an idiot? And I thought this was real. I think it was real. I think I know uh, one, I never met a pathological liar before. Maybe I did and it just went over my head, but I, I, um, befriended one a while back and we were like really 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 close and we'd hang out all the time for like three years and then I, I the lies just got so 
they just fucked with me and I hated it. But then when I kind of stepped away from it, I was like, she doesn't want to do this. She doesn't want to be like this. This is like a defense mechanism she developed at a young age. Yeah. Still fucking sucks to be on the other end of it. Um, but I do think that for pa- pathological liars is such a fascinating case to me because they can be genuinely caring, loving people who give a shit, but then they just can't fucking help themselves. No, you I- really hit it where it's like, yeah, it's not her, like it's whatever happened and who she is, but she, that's the one thing. Still she's, sucks. She's like, you. stop calling me a liar. That's like the one thing she's like, it's you need to stop doing that. She doesn't want to be, but she's got to. Well, because we you, but like a out. pathological liar is an actual like mental health issue, whereas like just <clears throat> a liar. Is like something we throw out very easily. Yeah. So it's like it seems like she just like needs help, which is everyone needs help in a certain way. It's yeah. not like yeah. it's not such a bad thing, but it's like in your bad person. Because like- I one of my childhood friends was a true pathological liar and there's a I have a I, was, I think a lot of it was she was insecure. She was like this she was like in when you're really young she was like the super heavy girl like in grammar school and I can't imagine what that must have been like and so she was just trying to make her life seem like really exciting and amazing mm. and um but I mean it's like it's unbearable to live with. like she's a cool person I would hang out with her a lot but at a certain point it just becomes unbearable because you're like this is this whole thing is a show like it's like you're living in like the Truman show or something mm. you're like I'm a real person and then everyone you're like a playing a character and uh, so, I mean, and then it's also like you have to deal, decide like what mental what health issues I can deal with and which ones I can't. Like for me, I can't deal with a pathological liar, but I can deal with other mental health but issues. But I thought I could for sure. Yeah. You know, I was like, but when, did, when did you like, find out that she was? I oh, was yeah, when do you, no, for me, I was she like, tell you right no, away? I would catch her in a little lot. Like I knew, mm. well, we have a mutual best friend. Okay. So, so that probably we helps. have known of each other and we had met once before, like a long time ago for a night. Like, so... When I w- went to Australia, I knew we were gonna like hang out because yeah, yeah, yeah we, have this, we have a of course, same best a lot friend. In common, yeah. <laughs> um, so they all knew. Like I had heard of her, but I just I loved her so much. So to me, I was like, yeah, she's a liar, and that's something I'll deal with, and I don't mind. Right. And like, what, the I lies like really little. Like oh, what I went hurt to the me store, the most didn't. was the, all the information afterwards and like the confusion of it being real or not. <sighs> yeah. And so for her, she, you know, she told me she's like that's bullshit. Like you know, I was there and like we felt it and like don't yeah. deny yourself that. But it's just hard. It's a mind fuck for you. And recently I met up with one of our mutual friends who was visiting and she let something slip, um, but oh, not on purpose. I don't think she thought that I didn't know this information. And I was like, wait, what? And it just made me be like, yeah, like this sucks. So yeah. that was like pretty fresh, but whatever. I'm not going to bring it up to her. I don't care. It's like she is who she is and I like her and it's fine. And yeah. Whatever. You just process. We're not going to be together. It. We're probably like, yeah, I, I don't know. Mm hmm. I mean, well, I mean, she she's, invested a lot of time she's in you. A little scoundrel, a scoundrel. What is it? Scoundrel. Scoundrel. She's scoundrel. A scoundrel. <laughs> scoundrel. And every time I run into her friends, they're like, "Yeah, duh, she's a scoundrel." And I'm like, "I didn't know that." I mean, she's like a manic pixie dream girl. That's why I told her to. Uh. She didn't hate that. Um, yeah, she has that thing. We're like so talented, so yeah. smart, so funny, charismatic, cool, charismatic. And yeah, she's magnetic. doing magic tricks. She's playing the piano. She's singing. <laughs> she's like playing a guitar. She's doing one like our show. Like she's just. Every everything you know right. she's like cooking stuff so cute um so <laughs> it was like a whirlwind of a fantasy truly irresistible yeah. truly irresistible and oh, wow. she knows it <laughs> oh man she totally knows that she's like a fucking psycho little a catch cat. she's a catch psycho catches are, are fun <laughs> yeah she's like successful cool Ah, uh, yeah that's <laughs> are you works out every day like she's just got it all <laughs> 
I mean, anyone can work out every day, though. It's very accessible. Like, who yeah, but I guess. But to find the time. <laughs> but she works out to like fuck, you know? Mm hmm. Oh, she's got to fuck. Yeah, is she oh, okay. Yeah, we with strap on. It's uh, the one time I did it. I was like, "This, this is my is crazy. I can't walk. I yeah. can't walk not because I got fucked real good, but because like my thighs were moving in a way that they usually don't for a very long time." I know. I'm so nervous about that frontier, but I, you, like, you it, figure you it gotta out. Just fuck people, you know. Yeah, it's fun. I liked having a strap on, but I didn't get to do it for very long because it was hurting his butthole. But you know, whatever. <laughs> That's the technicality that you know. I would love to fuck a girl with a strap on. Yeah, I guess That's when, why when lesbians can't just be like, "I'm a bottom. I can't do anywhere." <laughs> yeah, does that happen? Or lesbians I, like? I think there's like pillow princesses or something. Oh yeah. yes, yes, yes. Wait, a pillow princess? You're right. I've never heard Pil- of that term. You're right. I, I forgot they about that. They just want to lay there and get fucked. Yeah, that's probably. Well, I could be both. You switch. No, I'm into giving someone pleasure. But it's I fun just, to lay on the pillow and get it. I just, <laughs> it, it, maybe it's intimidating. I don't know. But like, that's something that I'm have not like, done- oh, that turns me on. I can't wait to do that. You know, I don't have that kind of urge. You said you had done three ways before. Have you ever done like an orgy or more than three people? It was a, f- I had a foursome once and it was the best, like one of the best sexual experiences of my life. And I talk about it all the time and it's kind of embarrassing because it happened like four years ago and I'm just still talking about it well, on every podcast. Like <laughs> I just, it's like get a new story. Um, I want to hear it. If you but I, it was at Caroline's and I walked up on stage and there was this dude that was just like a fucking babe. And I was like, you are so hot. I don't even know how I'm going to do my set. I'm so distracted. You're like, so my type. And he was with a guy and girl that looked like a couple. So I started making fun of them and how he's the third wheel. Just had a great set. Feeling yeah. good. And I was like, he's hot. I'm going to wait for him. And so I waited for him and he was like, hey, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to go with my friend to Lily's. You guys should meet me there. They're like, we'll wait for you there. So I hung out with them. We had one drink. We got to chatting. And finally, they were like, listen, us two, we're not a couple. We're actually all on Molly. We're all old (laughs) friends. We've come here to fuck. His wife gets in tomorrow, but for the sex party. But we're just fucking in the hotel room. There's Coke and Molly, and we would love for you to come. Wow, what an invite. Yeah. I was like, what a fair... This has never happened on stage. It was I night. love hearing st- uh, stories of women, like female comics getting like sex oh, after. Yeah. I never hear those. Yeah, I so it was that. incredible. So we went and like bought a 24-pack. But like me and this dude were making out immediately in the car. Nice. And they were all just like sex positive. Like the girl... Uh, one of the dudes wasn't like really my type or anything, but he was a good spirit. And then <laughs> um, she looked like takes. Snow White in a way. Oh, wow. She was like, yeah... She was young though she was like 22 that sounds um, fun and so they just had everything they had collars leashes paddles there's dildos everywhere so much lube condoms molly coke uh all the drinks and then we fucked what? forever and then but i had to go babysit that next morning i still had a day job <laughs> so i went straight from this like foursome to the upper west upper east side on like york and something and babysat like a seven-year-old vietnamese boy <laughs> And his mom knew something was up because I was wearing like a black lace dress, he, like booty. Like you, she knew something was up. I had Gatorade. I looked jacked up, and it was weird because I didn't think I was gonna stay out that night, so I didn't have a charger, no makeup, no chain, like nothing. Do you get there? Can I charge my? <laughs> Never stop telling this story. That's a really good story. Oh and my the boy God. was so good. He let me nap. He just wanted to read and like play games. Like he didn't need me. Because sometimes you get hard kids. Right. Yeah, and they're like, read a story to me. Yeah, so seven's a good age though because it's like not too old to like that. They're gonna get in like serious trouble, yeah. and not too young where you need to like give them a snack every five minutes. <laughs> yeah, and I kept being like, "You're being so nice to me. Thank you so much. I'm so tired." And so he and he just, like, got you a blanket and a glass of water. 
honor. <laughs> I wish. No, but the fucking was great. And then there were times where like we would take breaks and chat or like Did you two fuck people all three. Of them? Yeah, everyone wow. was fucking everyone. And then there would be times where all the attention was on someone or we'd break up into twos or yep. it was like one person. Like it was really like hours it and really hours. It really sounded long. like it flowed well. It flowed so well. But the one part I did try to go down on her. This was before reading the book. And she was like, So you've not been with women, right? And <gasps> she so, like, could tell. Yeah, so that kind of sucked. But <laughs> I did get a. They were like, We can't believe this is your first group experience. They're like, You are great. Like, you're like this. I think I was really in there because it is all the porn I watch. So it was really uh, my fantasy coming to life. Yeah. And so I was like, so oh my God, in it. I was so like fun. fully in it. Dude, I want a gangbang to happen so bad, but I cannot imagine a situation in which I would I would be okay with every single guy. Yeah. It's but tough. man, if I could, oh, best birthday ever. Like that just sounds so much Have you fun. done a DP? Um, no, I haven't. Because I really gotta be a- get I gotta get better at anal. I have Tristan Terramino's guy. Well, not you, but have you be. like spit roasted or, or anything? What's that? Like uh, like one in the mouth, one in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so one say, in the couch, one in the mouth. That's a place to start before the gangbang. <laughs> yeah, that was a good. That was very fun. Um, but I was so overwhelmed. But I was very young when that happened. And I was so overwhelmed by the fact that it was happening. That was with the guy Shane. Um, that I was just I didn't let myself enjoy it as much. That's why like now that I like know more about sex and I'm more of like a connoisseur of it and I respect it more. I want to. Yeah, that's more of an intermediate shit. move, you know? Yeah. So if you get it when you're a beginner, it's a little like, harder to navigate. You're too overwhelmed, you know? But now I, w- I want to go like go to sex parties and shit. Yeah, that's that's like a cool thing. Have you gone? No, I have oh. tons of friends that go, I've gone, yeah. and I haven't. You've I gone. Wanna go. I want to um, go like one at a house. Have you worn a collar? You mentioned collars, and then yeah. there, I didn't hear yeah, wearing love that. love a leash, love a collar. See, because I'm very... I want someone to walk me around. Threesomes, group sex. We talk about yeah. that kind of a lot, but I was like, this is the kind of stuff I need to get into, collars. So, yeah, like, talk so about me and the sex, stuff. like, we had... Uh, we got bed straps, and yes, that's, like, the my harnesses. favorite. Yes, yes. Okay. So that's great. Um, and, I, yeah, I love a leash, collar, sitch. Now, and do I like you walk, or do you get walked? Hit. No, I'm a bottom. Okay, yeah, 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 sure. yeah, sub, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing, because like, I, I <laughs> just really can't, yeah, I can't really get into it. You would I, probably walk a guy on a leash. Not a guy, no, not a guy. I would lose all respect for him. I would have to uh, uh, walk a girl. And we, the guy would have to, I would have to be there with a guy and we have to walk a girl. Uh, I can't yeah. walk a guy because then I would never want to fuck him again. I certainly don't want to be walked because please. Um, <laughs> that, I was like, I've already thought about this. Yeah, it's weird. But then it's, no, then, I would love that. I, like, that, I love that kind of, th- I would love to be in a collar, like leash situation with a hot girl that's in charge and yeah. her boyfriend yeah but then what is it but then i then i got nervous as a feminist i was like i was just like why do i have this urge to not i don't want to fuck this girl i just want to disrespect her. well it degrading someone can be sexual when both people are in what it. is that but what i think is it's that so that's it, the porn category yeah. of public disgrace dude but you want to fuck the women at least well, I like public disgrace yeah. porn too. So you I don't know. know. I don't and want anything really actually bad to happen to her. And so she can have fine. sex. She so can have fine. sex with the dude. But you, yeah, you don't want to fuck her. You just want to humiliate her. But yeah, some but people want to get, get, get humiliated. Yeah, like, I want to get. There humiliated. are women out there that okay. just want to get humiliated, Listen, and that makes them what? As long yeah. as it's okay with you guys, <laughs> we're fine with it, Corinne. So we give you permission. I just get wor- I get worried because then I start like going uh, like uh, giving myself like a psychiatric evaluation. No, I love being humiliated you know? during sex. It's one of my favorite. That's the that was my cuckold or cuck queen thing. Is like I want a guy to fuck this girl and tell me that she's better than me. Right. It's so hot because I don't even like when like people trip and embarrass themselves in real life. I feel bad <laughs> then, you know. So why, so why do I want someone to jizz in your eye? Like you know, if she I don't wants that jizz, jizz in her eye, baby. I don't want eye jizz. <laughs> I just hurts. 
I don't want eye jizz. I don't think I've ever gotten jizz in my eye. Oh, is it acidic? It's hurt. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I it don't hurts. like it in porn. Like when they hold their eyes open, I'm like, I don't Close like that. Close that girl. Put on some goggles. Yeah, and it ruins your beautiful eyes because they get all red then. And if you have a contact lens, I can't imagine what a mess that would be. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Oh, there is the one thing that re- I don't know if I'll ever ever do is like I don't want to lick ass. Oh, it's fun. Oh, I've licked. I an never ass. have, and I don't know if I not ever even will. a, a woman's ass. It really like a woman's makes ass me would be better to really because that's really, where the poop comes out. I'll probably get to. I mean, if I'm with someone for a long time, you're gonna you're gonna do everything. Has anybody ever licked your ass? Yeah, how'd it feel? It's fine. It's it's fine. It's okay. See, I would look a like a like a woman's ass in a second. The reason it took me so long. To lick an ass is because I date straight men and they're disgusting. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. It makes me uncomfortable. Very dirty butts. butts. Like, I don't want someone in my butt, really. Yeah. Have you read anal? No. It's not that fun, but the, there is there is an art to it. So I've some had something like in it. my butt, but not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, a, a finger? Dick. <laughs> no, like a. The best part of the force, the group thing was when it was like all me right so i had one hmm. person with something in my butt one in my pussy nice. and then some guy like choking me and rubbing my clit oh my like making out with me you know? see that so sounds like overkill that's too no, much that sounds I, perfect. I yeah. couldn't handle all that too but much. it wasn't the whole time you know and yeah sometimes you're just like underneath something or <laughs> there's a ball sack in your one eye and then they, and then at the end like the dude just fucked me and the other two watched and i like loved it Wow, and that just you got off stage, and then then your night. Yeah, it was went a dream there. come true. Yeah, that's that why truly I, is a dream come true. Yeah, and I would love to do a group thing again, but it was just so perfect. Like I just want to connect in that moment with yeah. whoever it is, and, and that's what's hard. That's what the gangbang is probably hard for. It, yeah, it's like how do you find five because dudes? the spontaneity is such a fun part, and the fact that that was a spontaneous yeah. night that makes it so much better. Well, I watch uh, Wood Rocket is this porn site, and they do a series called. Down. Well, it's not a. It's they do how to. Um, they did how to no ask ask a porn star oh. so they go to the exoticas and the porn conventions mm-hmm. and they like just ask tons of girls the same questions and they edit it by the questions and they just do episodes mm-hmm. and a lot of the girls where the question was how did you get into porn a lot of them were like i was scheduling my own gangbangs on the weekend and i had this day job and then i was like i should just be doing i should be making money Where off were they of scheduling it. It? so a lot of them are just like slutty ass girls that were like nice. i was do i was getting dp'd constantly i was like orgies oh, and i was, I was exhausted <laughs> <laughs> my pussy was tired i'm like i need money for this how do i make this more lucrative yeah really a they lot of scheduling them. it on their own it's like an amazing infomercial <laughs> Well, because I heard there's, I don't know about this world as much because you've been to these sex parties and stuff, but there's like some sort of Facebook that's just dirty and people post their own like set, like gangbangs and be like, hey, I did this this weekend. And then people will post like, hey, I'm looking for five black dudes for this week. Mm -hmm. Tested this and that. If you're interested, let me know. Yeah. And so there is like a dirty, I don't know what it's called or where it is. (laughs) Oh, damn it. But it's like a dirty Facebook. It's like like dark web kind of. Sorry about last night show at gmail.com. Email us. Murdered Mexican children. It's just fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's nice. Like the dark web I want to be a part of. Yes. Yeah. So it's people like really excited about their amateur porn. Yeah. Have you ever been on FetLife? Because I was considering going on FetLife no. to do that. But I don't know. I mean, because that's because it is like I think sometimes when when people like push the sex positive, sex positive, I'm like, OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it is really valuable. Like when I, I did a, a three way dating app thing that was specifically for three ways, I'm like the sex positive aspect of this makes it so much easier because it's like, I don't have to fucking feel intimidated. I don't have to, I don't have to beat around the bush. Like you could just be very upfront. Yeah. 
No, the kinky people are usually, yeah, they're like, that's what, because when I told people about it, they're like, were there condoms? I'm like, yeah, these are professional yeah. sex. Like, these are sure. professional fuckers. Yeah. They're taken care of. Yeah. Everything yeah. is clean. Wow. <laughs> like, what a good story. Everything is good. Yeah. yeah. So well, I'm I mean, chasing that high. I don't want to yeah. get you too excited, but I feel like a good number of people will contact you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Based on this. Based, based on just knowing. I know. I'm so nervous. I do so Listeners. many podcasts no one listens to. Um, <laughs> So I'm always open and just say whatever. And now yeah. I'm like, truly, uh-oh. I just want to isolate that clip and that's our new promotion. Yeah. <laughs> totally and we'll put like that. one of those like five stars with like the the, the branches, like it's a movie. That's movie really funny. Award. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for Thank sitting down with us. Thanks um, for letting me talk so much. This was very exciting. Oh, of course. Where can we find you besides the degenerates on Netflix? Um, I'm at Glitter Cheese all over the internet. And then I'll be in Madison Thanksgiving weekend. I don't know. I have a website. <laughs> which is glittercheese.com or lisatrager.com it'll yeah. go to the same place but if yeah i hope i come to your town <laughs> yeah and if you if she is fucking see her great show amazing. super funny bring yeah. some friends you'll enjoy it uh wholeheartedly guys thank you so much for listening to guys we fuck the anti-slut shaming podcast we'll talk to you next friday Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that enables you to improve your mental health from anywhere at any time. Get matched with a licensed therapist from over 2,000 choices and message them whenever you need to. No commutes, no judgments. For a special offer for our listeners, visit Talkspace.com GWF and use code GWF to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. Talkspace, it's therapy for how we live today. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com.